You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. <laughs> and that's the real vaccine. You have to, man. Yeah. People so so now oh, you're gonna be one of those dudes is like, oh no, my water's gotta have alkaline water because like oh right, no, nah, nah, the I pH balance that. that you're taking in, bro. <laughs> but I will say, yeah. Um, since I've been back at my mom's crib, she got like this, basically. I guess it's a really, really expensive filter for the the water um, that comes through for our drinking water. So, like, I can tell the difference, bro. Like, when I drink that water, I'm used to it now. So, like, if I drink this one, like, mm-hmm. it's cool. I get my thirst is quenched. Mm-hmm. But my taste is, like, some's a little off. Some's mm-hmm. a little off. It's different. It, it is a valid thing, though, when they, like, uh, when they, fil- they show you the filter. Yeah. Right? And then, they'll sh- and then they, they show you, like, the particulates that get caught. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit, you don't really think about it, you know? But uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the rumors are, like, oh, you know... Uh, there's fluoride in the water. Yeah, which is true, which is not... There's fluoride in your toothpaste. But the reason that there's fluoride in your water is so that it not can pipes. get transferred from the pipes without it being contaminated, right? Like, like there's, a, there's a reason. Right. It's not just like evildoers. They just put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This ain't a fucking Batman episode where I they mean, just put <laughs> it in shit. They're like, oh, fluoride allows people to be, you know, controlled because it like... Fucks you up Calcifies your pineal gland. gland And all this stuff Yeah but it also Does help with your teeth Like if uh, uh, One way uh, People tell the difference Between bodies That like are Unidentified And all that stuff That is like The teeth is like Yeah If you're American You're gonna have Fluoride water In your drinking water So mm-hmm. your teeth Will be better Than if you're like From Brazil where they don't have that mm-hmm. so that's one way that so it does have its beneficial things to mm-hmm. it and i don't know what consuming that much fluoride in the long run does for you but it seems to be all right you know I mean, what i'm saying it doesn't seem to be made it this I far i trust old people like old people <laughs> my grandma drinks right out the sink she won't drink bottled water oh, she's like shit. you don't know that bottled water and the and the fucking sink water in la it gets tested fucking because no one wants to That's be true. liable yeah, yeah if you got sick then you sue the city so mm-hmm. for millions yeah some fool just gives you some water you know or, or you're getting some water bottle you don't know where they're bottling it where they're doing this no i agree that. i agree you kind of just take it off the strength but yeah who knows you know? well i mean like also like uh okay and, and this is perfect because i wanted to go into it with you guys because i don't know where you guys stand on these things like the whole conspiracy behind the vaccines and shit Okay. And I just got mine, so that'll tell you. Okay, exactly. so and, and I did as well. The day uh, before the the meeting green we had here. With Damn. So I'm, so I'm the one out of three that didn't. So like, Damn, I'm the one, huh? <laughs> yeah, bro. So uh-huh. like, uh, uh-huh. the, yes, the day before I got it on Tuesday. So Wednesday I spent the entire day knocked out, bro. Like I couldn't move. 
I was I'm thinking that's going to hit me like some, at some point today, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, so I was saying, so, uh, but it felt like I, it felt like in t- like tomorrow I was going to be better. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but mm-hmm. I knew it wasn't long lasting. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And it didn't. The next day, bro, I don't know if it's because I couldn't be in bed or because it was just like whatever. I think it was both. I said, fuck it, let's go. And mm-hmm. I was fine. I was yeah. okay. Sometimes was, you get sick or you get, and then you feel stronger after. Where like, cause you were, you kind of got that low. Sure. Then you kind of get your strength back and it makes you feel good. Well, like, your body's trying to release all these endorphins to make you feel better. Right. And now that you're not sick, you got, you're all like, oh, fucking let's go. Yeah, and now you, yeah. Yeah. you appreciate the day more and you're like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You're not spending right. it in bed all day. Uh, but the, the whole thing is like, oh, it's bad for you. And the government's trying to control you. And like, there's all these other just wild crazy shit that people right. are making up which doesn't make sense on like from the beginning it doesn't make sense like what you're telling me does not benefit the, the government in any way shape or form like right. which the way you're explaining it to mm-hmm. me why would they want you sick i don't understand and if they were bad the first people that got them were the doctors and the scientists and the politicians yeah, yeah. and fucking no, donald trump literally so like <laughs> people outside of Boyle heights because Boyle heights got offered yeah and the community didn't want them and there were people from santa monica people from Come west through. la faking their address and saying they live because lived in our neighborhood yeah because they made vaccines available and then i heard people mm-hmm. that said like you know why they made them available in the hood so that they could give it to the poor people first and yeah. get them fucking mm-hmm. messed up and all this no because like, they need no, it the most yeah. exactly yeah. like yeah. you get what you want if they wouldn't have given it to the poor people to the yeah. low income people would have been like that's fucked up the government this is why you can't trust people then you get what you want and it's still like nah I don't trust this shit well this is the problem okay and this is the thing also that we look at a lot of things that are in our world and I do too but I'm trying to get better at it very Americanized version in a very American way whether you guys realize it or not mm-hmm. We're very lucky to live in this country at this time, at this moment in, in the world. You can't live anywhere better right now than in Southern California in 2021. That's it. It doesn't get any better than this. The freedoms, the the the, the ability to make yourself, the, what, all that stuff is there, right? So, what what the issue is now? So, like, there's this big emergency that happens. Like, oh my God, you know what are we gonna do? People are demanding like the government do something. The government does something, and they're like, whoa. Not so fast. Don't be telling me what's. Hold, 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 hold the fucking phone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You, you need to do something about all these people talking. Cool. Come on now. Why do you do that so fast? What the yeah, fuck? Yeah. What is happening? A lot of contradictions. In other countries, they're lining up to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Africa, India. Dude, these people, people are dying by the thousands and thousands every day. They're they're wishing, they're hoping they could get vaccinated. And right. if you're fucking Americans, like, well, fuck that, I'm gonna turn to a robot. Right, like, right. What are you doing? Like, what is <laughs> happening? I mean, I, I, I get it though. I mean, I didn't, I hesitated to get it at first just because I wanted to see what would happen at first. Like, like, all right, you roll it out. They don't get it. Haven't really given a lot of testing besides knowing, you know, it's going to have certain results. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wait a few months because if some shit does go down, at least I'll have that buffer time of like, all right, glad, haha, glad I didn't get that shit. But now it's, it got to the point where I'm like, all right, it's been a minute. The shit is available. You could just fucking go and get it the next yeah, day. I, I mean, signed up yesterday. I got it today. That, like, that makes sense like, too. The it was a lot out. more convenient for me. And I know it's such an American way to do it. And True. I know it. First world problems, right? But right. at the same time, it's like, you know, I just waited a little while and didn't. But you think about it. It's hard to trust trust the news and the media and the government. Like, it's like, fuck, you know? It, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that that's kind of a good way in a sense because you think about just like 
most things you know technology or, or things that come out for the first time usually that first batch or what have you, you know it's the first uh edition or what have you so i mean maybe maybe they released that first shot, wave and then after they're this, like okay like, maybe we need to like you know alter what, it a bit or what have you you know the one off ends off fucking one for COVID. sure like, like three years yeah yeah like, it'll take it'll a while like, this is it like we like, got it hundred all the variants right. or you know what all this shit is people focus on wrong things okay people focus or are are redirected to focus on the wrong part of the problem so when they do that they focus on that and then they don't focus on the issue itself right and and i'll get into a little little bit more later but this is what i was thinking in particular was okay what the government showed us is that they can roll these out without 10 years and without millions and millions and millions of dollars to reach it, they have the ability to do so right. what I tell people don't don't focus on focus on what did they have to cut out or what was so because so, so, uh, some steps were obvious unnecessary to pass medications right, right? Mm-hmm. why because America has the craziest liability someone wants to get money. paid no, someone it's... wants to get paid in that middle right so they're like well let's add these other things to yeah. it this other so I get paid you get paid the manufacturer right, right, right so what happened the government a lot like, of checks and shit checks and balances you gotta go through the, you know the runaround so all that uh, there was a lot of red tape that was removed in order for the vaccines to be pushed out so now I tell people concentrate on that now right. demand that urgency yeah. every single fucking minute dude there's not one human being in the world that doesn't know that breast cancer is an issue right breast cancer awareness makes so much money and it's telling you it's awareness right. letting you know there's a problem it doesn't say breast cancer cure breast cancer treatment it's awareness and mm-hmm. you wear a little pink fucking badge the whole whatever it is all that shit right, right. dude awareness there's not one person that doesn't know that isn't real right so you under that under that same logic then let me ask you yeah. under that same logic do you think if people cared about breast cancer other cancers like the way covid and it affected everyone mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. that we could come up with a cure in a year Dude, you, i bet you the cure is already out and ready they already know exactly what it is because the cure doesn't make the money the treatment makes the money right but in a time where you didn't have time to make money you're the people that make you the money are dying the constituents yeah. Yeah. The, the people that vote for you are mm-hmm. dying mm-hmm. if they die you have no money coming in mm-hmm. fix this right it got fucking fixed real quick mm-hmm. if you went outside if there was a day one day where it said hey everyone guy or girl if you step outside there's a genuinely true chance you're gonna get breast cancer right no one would go outside and people would be fucking demanding you fix this until uh until it doesn't occur so what i'm saying is the government show display they have the ability to not charge you and not wait and not make demand that from them the now on don't right. don't don't get caught up on the conspiracy of, of why are they doing it because the true, answer of why is obvious why they're but again them. now if the, something does happen from this from the vaccines mm-hmm. let's just say mm-hmm. like the majority of people are right but some people do have bad side effects mm-hmm. some people do die from it some people do like that right now since it's emergency passed there's not like a lot a lot of liability on it and that's the shit that gets hung up with america who's gonna take the blame and, and pay the bill when shit does go wrong you know mm-hmm. and that's the shit that that's why we have all this red tape that's why they make you jump through all these loops and do this because because that ability to sue someone is like the highest in this country you could sue some people for the dumbest shit you mm-hmm. know and if you really wanted to and had the money and all this so it's like i think that's what the government and people in charge just don't want to deal with and it's like the catch-22 with america like if you go and you try to speed it up for everything and then shit messes up that when it, the the shit it messes up on those people are going to sue that you fucking asshole well, there's a They're logic get on, behind like, it you know and, and i understand the fear also the government 
yeah, like you're right. Let's say they roll the vaccines really fast and then like six months from everyone taking them, oh, they all drop dead for whatever reason. Right. Like they need to avoid that. I understand that. But you're, but they do have the ability to rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next time the breast cancer awareness month comes around, you shouldn't be, you should be like, it's been 25 years, 30 years. You haven't fixed this fucking issue. What has happened? You know what I'm saying? And that's what you need to concentrate on when it comes to the government, right? There's there's a lot of mistrust in the government that they've earned. You know what I'm saying? For mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. But there's also, you got to understand that it's not their job to report to you everything that's happening. If you were to know every threat, everything that happened as a regular citizen, you couldn't get along with your life. Right. I'm paying you to worry about this, bro. I'm electing you to worry about this. Yeah, that you, if you, if, if everything's going kind of running with it, that pro, that prosperity or like that, uh, forgot, you know, just that, uh, uninterrupted flow, right? Mm-hmm. Whether you love it or hate it, wherever you are in the fucking big clock, whether you're the, whether you're just one of the little, you know, hamsters on the wheel. The fact that it's spinning is the thing, like you're saying, that's what we pay the government for, just to keep it maintained, to keep it going. And the minute it fucks up, that's when people realize and they get upset and this and that. But a lot of people are perfectly asleep and happy with just give me the the fucking bare minimum I need. Give me the fucking just keep the wheel spinning. Give me a chance at it. That's why people pay the lotto. That's why people like even the poverty. Look, think about this. People live on the streets. They got pockets full of money. They got food. No one's going hungry here in LA. I haven't seen some, when I see people hand out food in Skid Row, I'm like, come on, bro. When was the last time you saw someone, a homeless person saying, give me some food? You get EBT, they get food stamps, you get free money, free money when you're homeless. Hundreds of dollars, you just go buy drugs, you just live your shit. That's poor. Poor in here, in, in the first world country right here, even in LA, like, is food in your stomach and fucking money in your pocket now, and all the drugs you want to do bro now, and the now new lifestyle you want to live in, in Africa oh yeah now, now, now be poor in like the slums mm-hmm. of like Zimbabwe yeah like be poor there then come bitch over here bro yeah, and exactly. that is my biggest uh, grief I have with people right now on on uh uh, uh, I'm a veteran, right? Uh, I, I, I served in the military and it was also, and I'm not holding that above or, or against anyone. But what I'm saying is it taught me to be grateful seeing other spots are like, bro, it's 135 degrees. It's illegal for you to be out right now. Like the police will patrol because you will die. Right. Coming to Southern California where I'm complaining about it being 82 degrees. You know what I'm saying? And that's what angers me. It's such an Americanized view of the world that no one goes outside and goes, okay, hold on, let me stop and, and see what the real grief is that I have with my government. Or what, where is this coming all from? Because if you just look down the border, bro, they get, people are getting shot left and right in Mexico over over drugs, like on common uh, streets. And it's been like 20, 30 years. Like, and, and unlike, just... Dude, unlike cities and like civilian, like this is not a joke. And they're just straight shooting them down. Right, that doesn't right. happen here. You know, 99% of the time you can rely on a cop to do his job, a cop will do it, we'll go home, blah, blah, blah. In Mexico, everything is corrupt, the government decision. Bribe a cop here. Have him stop you over and offer him 100 bucks to let you go. Tell me, tell me how that went. And he probably just arrested and, dude, it's, right there. It's another crime he just added to his shit. He's not going to take that 100 bucks, but it's not going to happen. Right, but you, these are. He all might these. take a million though. Well, <laughs> well, I didn't say he wouldn't take ten grand. <laughs> right or ten grand? Uh, yeah, shit. but it, I mean, it, I guess that maybe if you if you really don't want him to check your truck. I, mean, I don't necessarily they're not corruptible, but they're just yeah. it's probably just a higher price tag. <laughs> sure. That most normal sure. people would be like, I'd rather just take the ticket or run. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm run. Saying that. I don't got enough to bribe. And, and here in America, they won't kill you. What they do is they throw you in jail. 
Right, that's what they do. They, the, Again, their their violence is different. The violence, yeah, yeah, it's different. The the way the government reacts. Well, to you know, is because not the people same. used to get shot and killed in the streets. All the, you know, not that they don't now. You know, obviously, shit happens. Cops shoot people at alarming numbers all fucking year long. At the same time, people fucking are fucking up. People are doing drugs. People are doing crazy ass shit. So there's like, I stand on both sides. Like growing up in the hood, where it's like, nah. You can't bullshit me and say we don't need cops. You can't bullshit me and say there's not crime going on. Like, I see it. You know, who's going to fight this shit? Your grandma going to come out with a fucking baseball bat or her broom or a chancla and some food? Oh, no, we police ourselves. Like, no, motherfucker. Someone need a call to, 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 to come and regulate this shit. That's just how it's always been. Back in the day, a sheriff or a cop could just shoot someone dead. Shit, they would hang you in the streets. That was civilization, you know? Like, that was normal to send that message. And now in America, it's like, no, they'll put you in jail and make money off you. Even the worst of the worst fools, they'll give them three consecutive lives or whatever they'll do, but they'll keep that motherfucker alive. Why? Because that body and that shit and that number makes money. You know, it makes money off your ass. So. You don't, you, you, I mean, it's a, uh, we have the highest person in jail per capita in the world. So the United States imprisons more people than anybody else yeah. in the world. And that should tell you the bottom line. It's like That's it's, it's, money's always the bottom line. I think with a lot of things, especially when we talk about our country, you know, just what what you can afford. The more you have, the more freedums you have. You know what I mean? Uh, and that and that's been the golden rule forever. But I want to take it down a little closer to us, to the like the land that we view. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> police brutality again was, I think, another misdiagnosed issue. And I'm with you because it is obvious, bro. You need law enforcement. You know what I'm saying? And this country has a very weird relationship with law enforcement. Um, in the 80s to the 90s, early 2000s, cops were worshipped like you were a cop bro you're a fucking superhero you're the greatest person on the planet you're a fucking you know what i'm saying you were a god bro like you were right, treated right. movies video games robocop there's that a fucking true. cop that's a robot bro that's amazing you, everyone <laughs> cops were until phones uh uh were invented and now everyone can videotape them doing like the worst shit imaginable right. to other human beings because they ha- hold so much power over these people that they disregard them by planting drugs and there's 15 years of this dude's life that goes his job his family you know the cop don't care what kind of person can do that that's a horrible person that does it right so now you're exposing them to them. and the number one thing is people take everything personal so it's racist you don't like me because i look like this right and in reality i tell people there might be some of that racism is an absolute problem 100 percent. it's not the problem and that's the problem because everyone wants to blame racism because it's fast, it's quick, and it's easy. Oh, it right, must right. be because you're racist. You treat yeah. me this way. Well, I mean, you when know, in reality, a bunch when of in reality, that the fact is, it's the it's the training that the police go through, and it's the culture that police live in. That's the problem. The problem of when I stop Mescal, you're already suspect. You're already a suspect. There's already you might already want to shoot me and kill me. We live in a land where I have a gun, you have a gun. This ain't Canada. So you might already have a weapon. So that cop already pulls up. Oh, you're a young Latino guy. All right. That's another red flag that goes off in his head because he's already been trained. The culture tells him certain things. If you're a white dude, he's not going to treat you the same. A white dude in Beverly Hills. You know, he gets pulled over the same. If I get pulled over in Beverly Hills, he's going to ask me where that car's from. Where did I get it? Why do I have it? Who am I? Already. See, and it's all in the code. There's already issues before he even stops and gets out and talks to you in his car. Mm-hmm. So now he gets out and he sees you young, whatever. Okay, well now there's another, you know what I'm saying? They go, and it's all a culture because now when you don't listen to him, Escal, 
He doesn't care that you're white, that you're black, you're purple. He cares you're not listening to this badge. You're not listening to this gun. You're not listening to me. You are a blob and you're going to hit the floor and I'm going to kick your ass. And then, dude, I've seen it do it to white guys. I've seen it do it to Mexicans. I've seen it do it to Asians, yeah, to true. females. True. Whoever's not listening, you're not a person anymore. You're an issue. You're a problem. And I'm going to force it down. And unfortunately, they run into more black people than anyone else. So therefore, that's reflected on them and blah, 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 blah. Right. But you can't fix racism. I can't fix a cop that's a racist, bro. That I can't fix. And I don't think you can fix crime, bro, because we live in the spot where we're the most heavily policed, but yet crime is still pretty much consistent. Yeah, policing, policing, policing crime is not going to stop it. We know what's yeah. going to stop it. It's the community. Because the people that are committing those crimes are in that community. And until that community somehow can, can start shaming them at the very least, bro. Shaming like, hey, man, you, what is your mom? Good? So, I don't know, something, bro. Someone knows that person that's committing the crime. Mm-hmm. That's when crime stops. When the churches get involved, when the community gets involved, when it becomes a thing like, we don't want it here. And anyone who's here starts to feel attacked, so they leave, they move. That's how it changes. Cops don't fix crimes, they police it, right? They try to maintain it on a certain level that's manageable for them. They can't do anything about it. you going to rob someone. You go do that. All I'm saying is, but what I can't fix is their training. What I can't fix is what they're taught, how they're taught, who they're taught by, when, you know, that stuff is easy. And now you start getting the right people in policing, right? Because if you try to try to excuse everyone uh, because they're white to be a cop or no, you know, I've heard this thing like, there should be no more white cops and everything be fixed. Nah, I mean, like, that's not- <laughs> most of sheriffs and most of LAPD are Latino. Yeah. It don't matter, What's you know. What's that tell you? They'll still be the fools who, you know, who come out crazy on you and pull guns. It's the worship like, like that we said. have for cops. So now they feel above everything. They feel this grandoise energy. They feel the dude. I'm not saying go be mean to a cop, but it's a cop. That cop punches out, bro. He there's no blue lives. Blue lives aren't real. He takes that uniform off, bro. He what are you talking about? Slow down, and this is why they get to the fucking Darth Vader type of mentality. I do what I want because everyone's fucking scared. Go home, punch out. I'm saying you're done. Right. That's all. That's all I mean. Yeah, and bringing that human factor to it because a lot of times, and you know, and that's what you said about the policing culture is that a lot them fools are dehumanizing the people on the streets as either you're just a civilian you don't understand or you're a threat or you're a potential threat you know what i mean and i'm, I'm gonna go home to my family that's always the thing you hear they want to make it home to the family want to make it home to the family and it's like everyone wants to <laughs> shit that ain't i want to go home right now after this this motherfucker i don't want to get shot or fucking some some what tragic the difference shit is that i didn't sign up for this job that cop signed up to that job knowing the risks yeah. and knowing the benefits they get because they don't get paid small and their benefits are amazing you have a pension no that cop does you know and like you said though like what happens is that uniform and that that lifestyle holds so much respect and even within the justice system they get protected so if you do fuck up you do do some shit a lot of times they don't even pay for it they just get off the hook and that's i think what people were saying more than anything like defund and all this which is more stop letting them off the hook you know it's just certain shit catches which i don't up, understand who that benefits up, you know? I, I understand i guess that the units want to feel trusted i get that but i don't understand why you want to keep these people that make the rest of the union look bad the minute that they do something that's obviously illegal get caught on camera plan evidence bye well, peace think- out you're not a cop no more here do what you want give them 50 years i don't give a fuck because cops don't do this that's the, that's the side i would take if i'm so that, that's kind of what happened this past summer though like while well, last year i feel like everyone fucking knew that 
cops were fucking up, even other cops. When they killed George Floyd in his film, everyone, I didn't really hear anyone say these, these fools were justified or from the top to the bottom. Well, that but it you still wasn't justified. Yeah, but it's still like, us as a society, we got the right answer from, from it, but people are still tired of it. Then image demands image. So the image of, of him being killed like that demanded the image of bi- buildings burning and, and uprising. And there was no way that our generation was, and the, the younger generation was gonna see that without a response, without the response of now you're gonna see things blow up you're gonna see the, and there's nothing yeah, you can tell me but it was right? I feel like it was just the image though because we seen the Rodney King riots because we had we as we as people had seen that and said hey our parents did that our uncles went and rioted what are we gonna do we're gonna be little bitches about it we're gonna just take this one sitting down they killed this fool we gotta just get up and get angry but for me it was like nah that's the bait that's why they had bricks waiting for you that's why they had you know they said they were leaving bricks on the side for protesters to go ahead and pick up and all this shit right like you're, well, these and, well, and now you're talking about um, oh man dude there's so many layers to that particular stuff because I I hate to come off like oh you sound like a democrat or you sound like a leftist or you sound like this and it's like bro I don't give a shit about either democrats or republicans they're, I get it they're both corrupt they're both filled I understand but as a human being who is just stepping outside viewing the situation I don't understand how the republican party has any excuses to talk ever again. You have zero right to judge anything anyone is ever saying the minute that you backed Donald Trump. Not even, say the first time. Cool, awesome, bro. You thought he was gonna change, you thought it was gonna be different, I got it. The the minute the insurrection happened, the minute that happened, everyone should have been like, fuck this guy, are you insane? And a lot of them did and that are now backtracking and backing them up again because they want to win the White House. Bro, this has proven the hypocrisy of them over and over again. Today, the cops that were, yesterday and today, the day that they were testifying to Congress, oh, yeah, the I cops that were at the Capitol, bro, That's those cops received hate mail, hate phones, hate calls, all that shit because they were testifying and telling the truth that it was Donald Trump. They were saying it. Who sent the people over here? One of those cops was saying that. Who sent them over? Go get that guy. When, when someone sends a hitman, we arrest the hitman, and then who sent the hitman? Go arrest that guy. That's, so he was blindly telling them how they were calling him the N-word, they were fucking, they were bashing their heads in with skulls. The right wing, the Republicans were doing this, right? right. And, now they're, and now they come out and they're like, oh, well, it was just, uh, it was, they're exaggerating, it's not true. Bro, video playing a million, thousands of people, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's such a And, hypocr- that's, and hypocr- that just shows it, bro, like you said, the hypocrisy and the bullshit. And man. that's it. And that after that, bro, I don't understand how you go. Oh yeah, I'm a Republican. I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. Know. It's it. it's fucking crazy to see. Like just to witness it. Who knows? I I really can't. Still can't wrap my mind around all that shit. Dude, this this is um. You don't storm the Capitol. Yeah, back in the so day, they would have shot you like at the wall. That's no, like treason. This That's ain't straight up treason. Third world country. Uh, be as mad as you want, complain. But you don't fucking storm the buildings. What, dude? I, yeah, I, it is, it is so shocking shit. to me. And, and, and I'm glad that the FBI is in, and now that everyone that's responsible for hunting them are all Democrats. Like, there's no Republicans that are in charge of that. So, like, it's a beautiful thing that you see everyone get arrested. Like, these th- thousands of people are being arrested. Federal charges are being laid out. They're investigating the actual uh, congressmen that were in there. Some of them let them in the back door. There was others that gave them some of them tours before that day so that they knew where to go. 
Right. Imagine they would have caught like think about what I just people, said, bro. Like Nancy Pelosi or something, and that they was stronger up or like beat the shit out of her on TV. Like that would have been fucking imagine crazy, this. bro. And they would have. They probably would have because that mob mentality, yeah. like it's like ravenous, yeah. ravenous fucking. It's sad woman, to bro. say. Like, they sad to say though. Apart. If they had done that, it would have been better. And this is what I mean. If imagine they caught Pelosi, dude. Mur- Murdered her on my TV. Beat her to death. I'm assuming on live television. This response would be completely different. If one person had been visually seen beat to death, dude, the response, the republic, there'd be arrest. It'd be, it'd be fucking mayhem, and then things would be moved a lot quicker. Now, because no one died, oh, they get to sit back, and they're like, oh, it's not true. They get to deny, blah blah blah. I can't help but think like if they had caught one but politician, you, bro. Let me ask you that, as like a that would have changed everything, bro. Everything. So they, so they, they didn't. They didn't it. though. They didn't though. But yeah. let me ask you this then, especially with your military background, like after seeing that and kind of knowing how things escalate even further, like you think the next one that they do, like I feel like it's inevitable for them to try something like that again, mm-hmm. and also to just next time there'll be blood, like mm-hmm. real blood, which the shootout some waco type shit like like hold up hold up a building let foos try to storm in kill people die if they have to i, I really believe that because this first time was just like a test of the waters and if it had popped off like that they were ready but mm-hmm. since it didn't it just boiled right on the top where like you said mm-hmm. no one died mm-hmm. of of any congress or anything you know a cop died i know that some chick got shot i know that yeah. um other people got really fucked up mm-hmm. i know that you know so but that still wasn't enough. These are people who just random Americans, blah blah blah. They're but if it had been like a congressman, right? But yeah, like in, in your in your experience, you think it'll happen again? Do you think that this is just a one off, or like will will they come back, especially I, more mili- militarized and and crazier next time? You I know? think what will happen is that Trump will have to testify about what happened, and I think there's a good chance Trump will go to jail. I honestly do think that. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, bro, you're dreaming. You're dream. uh, there's a lot of things that are catching up to this guy. He doesn't have the presidential uh, protections. He needed to win a second time, bro, because these things are right on his ass. He needed it. He did it. You don't think he could stall out for like a few well, years and then run again happen, and try die. to win? He'll die. Dude, he's not young. He's not young. He's 80. He's all 80. These motherfuckers live forever, He's going to end up dying. Either he'll either die soon or he'll end up being charged. Unless, and I do think then... In a thing like that will happen. I do think do where somebody after. will. Uh, They're gonna do it after. He's gonna be dead already. They're sure. Be whatever. Twenty it. years down the line, you're like, you know what? It was Trump's fault. They stormed the Capitol. Watch, like 2040 and shit, and people are like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna disgrace him. Take him out of the fucking book. Remove his name from the fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Take his picture uh, out the White House. True American fashion. All that. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But I do think that another instance will happen, and. I would like to think that the response will be enough. Fuck this, enough. And then whoever's in charge is gonna be like, bro, FBI, SWAT, National Guard, now. Now, now I'm not waiting an hour and a half to negotiate. Let's fucking take, I'm hoping that that's the way it goes. Because another thing we also have to think about, dude, it took them forever to respond to the, to the, to the Capitol building, okay? Forever, why? What the fuck? It's because it was a bunch of white people, what bro. F- no, no, like, no lie. Like, it's because what the fuck it are was we talking exactly about? the fucking demographic of fools that you see on them videos who cuss out cops, who do all this shit. This is my country. I, I, all this bullshit. There's two, two military bases within like 
30 minutes of flying time to that place. There's no reason that that should have happened, bro. They have quick response teams knowing this. They have quick response teams for situations like this. The, the, the Another thing is that they're investigating why wasn't the National Guard dispatched in time? The National Guard guy that was in charge was a brother of one of the Republicans that were on the thing. That's another conspiracy they're looking into. Why wasn't this response? What happened? Basically, how just deep does it go? Those are the questions you need to be asking. And I do think a lot of people will hang. And I do think Trump will end up being, like you're saying, blamed. And then everything will be returned. And and yeah, and he'll end up being a representation of the same flag. You know, the, the southern flag. He'll end, Trump will end up being the same symbol that they'll wear them on shirts. Mm. They'll walk around with this. They'll be MAGA, whatever. And it'll be forgotten. It'll be dark point in history in America. Because I honestly do think that another that the, what they did unintentionally was just hand over the Democrat, hand over America to the Democrats. Who's gonna vote Republican next? Right. Who's gonna do that? Who's gonna be like, oh yeah, I'm, a, I'm a, the party of Trump? You're the party of Trump, bro. We don't want. It's already happening to them. They can't can't book places. They're already getting kicked out of restaurants. Dude, it's only a matter that they did that unknowingly. Biden is gonna get old. He's old, dude. He's like eighty something, right? He, what he'll end up doing, uh, and this is probably the people laughing at me, but what he'll end up doing is he'll probably retire, give the presidency to Kamala like within the last year. I'm too old. She's gonna take over. He has to come out in like a wheelchair and a blanket. He's already, he's already for her. He already made her the first female vice president. That's on Biden. What he's gonna do is make her the first female president, and then she's gonna run and she's gonna win because you're not gonna not vote for the female. That's already there. And then she's going to win and she's going to run the next five years. And then she'll probably win a second round, right? The all I'm saying is they just guarantee that Democrats are going to run the country for the next 12 years. This is how stupid these people are. They're going against their own best interests because their hatred that they have in their heart is so much more bigger than the patriotism. And they try to disguise it. It's all America, America first. It doesn't mean yeah, I, you know, fuck everyone else, bro. The, the <laughs> shit is the world, the country's changing and they just, people can't keep up with it. And I remember when I was younger, you know, reading in, in textbooks like history, history books, and they would talk about by 2050, you know, the browning of America and like how you'll start seeing it around 2020, 2030, a lot more Latinos, a lot more immigrants and and how that could affect the country and this and that. And now you see it and then and that's what people feel, you know, like the like these white people and other people who want America to stay the way it used to be or this old way of thinking and the world's changing on them, bro, and they just can't they can't handle it and all this shit I think back in the day it would concern more people where they felt they had to play along. And I think like generations are learning like, bro, we don't got to play along with this bullshit. Like there's going to be too many of us economically. Fuck the other thing. Fuck the numbers. Fuck all that. You know, as far as just a, just a count of a head that never really mattered. It's economic. If if, if, if we're the money, if we're the new money and you, and we're the ones you're getting it from. You, now our voice fucking matters and off of yeah. sheer numbers yep. we're we're getting to that point that's you know? how change was done bro you would you would boycott a company that had the races or whatever right that's how Cesar Chavez did it he boycotted that wine company took them down the way if you're Mexican don't buy this one if you're Mexican don't buy yoga beans that's what I I, I should we should have seen it in an organized Telemundo vice Telemundo fucking event saying if you're if you're Mexican or whatever Hispanic don't support yoga there's some Supporting Trump, that should have been and boycott. Trust me, Yoga would have sent that apology letter out, better fucking free products, all that shit. Yeah. But that didn't happen, so they, they kept backing him up the whole way. Boom, 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 boom. 
Yep. See what I'm saying? You're right. The power is in the pockets. Hit them where it hurts. You know, don't support the white, the, the racist businesses. I, I don't think you should not, you should, the right for you to serve anyone, you should be able to keep that. And I mean that as an American, you should be able to not, if you don't like me, you don't want to bake a cake for me because I'm black. Cool. You should be able to do that. Uh, but you should let everyone know and then no one should come support your shit. Right, That's right. the way it should But don't come and be like, oh, you have to make them this cake because no, no, no. You're infringing on rights. Just announce that and support the fact that this person is yeah. doing this bad make thing. Make it clear information. Make Boom. It, yep. sta- sta- make it, it which is another knowledge. thing that, that bugs me about the stupid fucking election. They're all, the votes, the votes. I'm like, bro, we have the worst voting system ever. I, I don't understand why it's anonymous. Right. This should be a a board that says uh, Mescal voted for blank, blank right. voted for blank. How do you deny that? How how? Oh, there's there be no mix up. Why really are you hiding? Why do you hide your vote? I don't fucking get it. Yeah, you went in there and you chose. So if I ask you, you're gonna lie? What, what? No, what the fuck is going on here? They should be like blank, 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 blank. Accountability, right? But everything's so like oh, such an easy but. Uh, they want to they want to portray it as as it being so bad ah, there's fools who, you, they, 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 it was wrong who hate so Trump or this on the surface but they voted for him or yeah. they were like man this fool's gonna cut yeah, my taxes closet, closet and he's supporters. saying and he's saying shit How I like many rep- he lost so that means that more Republicans voted the other way this time than last time that's clear math Right, right. He lost, bro. That means your some your supporters went this way, right? But you don't get to know that. You don't know that. You don't see that. So that, that's why it's you can be dirty. That's why you can't. Oh no, 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 and then go play this one. Go so. Oh yeah, no, we won't pollute no more. And then go talk to the people that pollute because there's no there's no accountability in your vote. It's fucking stupid, right? Yeah. Come on. There's a lot of things that are just like very clear to me. That like I'm sure someone will explain to me like, oh well, because you know there's private laws and. Nah, it's just an old way of thinking, and the system's old. The system is super old. I always, yeah. I, I look at that so before COVID. I used to just look around and be like, man, this world looks like an old world and a new world trying to fucking fight each other, right? And it's like these all these fucked up countries. Not like to call them fucked up, but I just mean like these struggling countries who have weaker uh, economies and have no infrastructure they're actually in a better position right now to improve themselves way better than we can in the next 20 years because they have nothing there that's that that's holding them back while we're stuck on an old system mm, old voting system old banking system because it old power system because we've been oh, successful right because we've been rich we've been this so the it's harder to rework it. let it go it's harder As to reinvent to like a country it. like el salvador accepting bitcoin mm-hmm. there's a country like these african countries even china china turned the shit we're like fool in this one generation you went from living in a straw house yeah. to you got you're using your phone right now you're on your little facebook and you're paying with your shit so your theo grew up he was drinking water out of a fucking pond and now that fool drives a car and that fool got his phone and he's posting selfies mm. we've never seen that shit it's a class we've never seen that shit in 20 fucking years they were able to do that 20 30 years 40 years like that's a pretty short turnaround and it, and it's gonna happen more and more going forward and that's how i see like america like this old this new ideas new ways of thinking and then the old way just holding it back and it's like this clash even from everything can't agree with shit mm-hmm. is there climate change is it getting hotter is it i don't know i believe this how, is this gonna help you is this gonna i don't fucking know that it's like can't agree with anything where 
that shit's the thing that holds us back the most, you know, and, and fucks it up. Like I, di- I didn't get, and this is a lot of, the, uh, I didn't get into politics until I started seeing them be, um, very. Once I did get into politics, I started to notice that they were really very the same. Like they, they both want the same shit, and they're ending up at the at the same spot uh, ultimately. So like, if you go far enough right. You're gonna end up being on the left, and in the left you go in the right because at the end of the day, everyone just wants control. Like they just want to be able to run my way, not like not our, not the best way, just the way we're choosing. Whether you're Republican, yeah, Democrat, yeah, no, whatever. It is. Because there's a lot of stuff on the Republican side that it's useful. A lot of stuff on the Democrat side that it's useful. It's the bullshit that stops us from being able to agree whether vaccines are good or not. What the fuck are we talking about? They're, you know what I'm saying? Like, why is that a political issue? Why is wearing a mask telling me whether you're a, Rem- a Republican or a Democrat? That's stupid. You know what I'm saying? You can tell who voted for who, I, whether they have a mask on or not. Come on. Yeah, it's, it's too it's too much to even try to like wrap your brain around. How does any, well, I it, question being how does anything get fucking done? And the question is, and the answer is not a lot gets done. Well, so you know, that's and, why and, that's and why I a lot of this shit is the same because it works. People, hey, I'm rich. Are you rich? Yeah. Well, then I guess it works. No, but and when we when well, that's not rich, yeah. No, we, and, but we because we pump up that one success story. Yes. So we go. We talk about the fool who hit the lotto, but we don't talk about the thirty thousand, thirty million fools who bought it and didn't and didn't. No, that's and shit. good because you're so, right. We talk about the the Declaration of Independence, but we don't talk about the, the slave masters that wrote it. Right. Right. Until now. Until the now that we now that the people the, are more we woke, wake up and then you know it's, and. And then there's a certain part like it's not it's not like that history is necessarily hidden and denied yeah. it's just of course the fucking fool who wrote the book don't want to start it off with that <laughs> he wants to start it off with the glory and with the fucking this. he's telling the story he's doing it's his story right so it's like okay so how do you guys how do you guys reflect that in what you do okay uh you guys are very um you're very open. When I'm listening to Mescal and I'm not, I don't feel you're bullshitting me on any of the tracks, which is really refreshing. Like it's, I, you're not, it's not a persona. It's you getting your hair braided. You know what I'm saying? It's you doing, like that's such a real thing. How do you guys uh, take in what you see and then put it out, you think? Wait on me. All right. Hey. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's just by living it, man, and, and taking in all this like what we've just been talking about for the past 20 30 minutes you know taking it in and trying to interpret it uh the best way we can and also just not let it get to us i mean i know i try not to let it get to me like last year when when covid and stuff like that first hit it was one of the first times i can really say that i felt like psychologically i was feeding into a lot of like the fear a lot of the just uh, the the madness that comes with with mass media you know what i mean um, but yeah, I, I was able to just kind of like realize like I shouldn't allow anything to, to, to influence me like that, you know? So I took that in over the past year and really helped me to, to like focus on my music and just provide like a clear message on how, you know, things are changing, but we're a part of that positive change, whichever, whichever way you want to look at it, especially like if you, if you want to just like get down to the community we're representing of Latinos, Hispanics, like it's really dope to see on this like seventh, eighth year of our run, like damn, fans we've had from year one to now and then new fans who've come along the way, like it's, it's really exciting because like they've grown with us, you know what I mean? And, and you can see like our influence on them, but also 
that synergy is what's helped to keep us going you know what i mean and I, I guess like at the end of the day it just feels good to be able to interpret what we're going through on on our personal level because it shows that other people are going through that as well you know especially with things that have been changing the way people are viewed especially latinos in in hip-hop you know that's it's it's been a crazy transition the past 10 years and i know it's going to be even crazier and maybe even more of a faster rate of change in the next five ten years as well with hispanic latino rappers you know to It'll be the norm, you know. We'll have by then probably the the J Cole, the Mexican J Cole, or the, you know what I mean, something like that. It's crazy that we still don't have. It. We still don't have that. But it's we, it's gonna happen. That shit right it's, here with EOTR. So you know, until most, uh, and, so and like you have like, like Kid Frost, right? Or you have like uh, you know like you get, but that would break through the the spectrum of, of mm-hmm. the mainstream. Well, you, you ask but like how no do we set. how do we put what's happening right? Yeah. You feel the need, right? Mm. You feel the need. You see the need. You see the the hole, the void, whatever's missing, and you try to you try to go and be like, why ain't why isn't there mm-hmm. a J Cole Mexican rapper? How mm-hmm. come there isn't an established music hip hop musical movement when we brought lowriders to the scene, we brought tattoos and 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 style to the scene, and and we provided these certain things and these contributions to hip hop, but yet we don't have a voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't have a true identity in the damn thing, like. How come? Well, I see that need. Let me fill it. Well, Same why thing do with you all the think stuff. it is that we haven't had that? Though? A bunch of reasons. But, you know, like like I was, I could probably nail it down to like just street relations because of gang, because of uh, the gang culture in L.A. where black and Mexicans don't um, mix a lot. Meaning, you know, there's once you go to jail, if you've ever been to jail in L.A., mm-hmm. you're segregated. Mm-hmm. They say that segregation doesn't exist. No, mm-hmm. the whites are the woods, pecker woods. The Mexicans are the Mexicans, the the essays, and the blacks are the blacks. And then that, those are the three major. You get divided right then and there. I have a line in my bars that said, "We're little weto all faded in the hood, locked up in county, trying to put me with the woods." Cause that happened to me. They're like, "What? What?" They're like, "What's your name?" I'm like, "Miguel Miranda." They're like, "You you a wood or you a Mexican?" And I'm like, "Nah, I'm with the essays." They're like, "Go in that cell." <laughs> you walk in, it's all cholos. You walk in the other cell. And it's you know it's all black people. Well, what, you walk in and and, and it, it's the it's the it's what's happening at that point. At that point, these human beings, uh, presumably, are un- incapable of behaving themselves in a social manner. So that's why they're in jail. Whatever it is, they're, they're, it's whatever they did was socially unacceptable. So bad that they're in jail. So now you're thinking, well, not necessarily, but that's a broad interpretation of it. Because I was in jail with fools who literally just got arrested for standing there, for being at the wrong place at the wrong time, and got arrested. Sure, but, but, like, but where were they standing at? I mean, like at a party on the streets, and they walking got jail by. Time for standing on the streets on the jail time. Who there was a fight at a quinceanera. Yeah. That fool got cracked in the face with a chair. He got the chair mark on okay. his face. And and he got arrested. And he's like, there was just a big fight. They lined us all up. They arrested yeah. us all. Yeah. This fool barely spoke English, so the guards, so this everyone. Is, this is not prison, no, this is jail. This is just like county jail, county, you know, yeah. like you so get locked up yeah, and okay. you're doing it could be anything. Sure, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, okay. Well I'm saying, like uh, you know, the mentality of prison folk is now very tribal. So that's why the separation comes like well, blacks, I mean, which is why I, but I it's get not it. like I, that in other places. California is very, very much like that to a T. They tell me there's other jails where that doesn't happen. No, but there's other but, prisons where they don't split up racially. Oh no, that's every no. prison in no, America. No, but there's, there's, a, right? there's no, no, not every prison. I don't you, think. They tell me there's a prison that doesn't automatically segregate. If you go to itself. prison in I, Idaho, 
Yeah. You're just white, and then if you're a Mexican dude I, in prison, I doubt very you're much just that right the there. Whites the and thing. the blacks are, are just kicking it in Idaho prison. I guarantee you, right now, bro. You're probably right there. Probably. <laughs> oh, I haven't ever been in prison. Because, <laughs> because, because a very tribal, very savage environment you're living in. So you, the only protection you might have but is content. that everyone around you kind of looks but like. Contact. I'm telling you, I'm yeah. putting you on game. Okay. The gangs in LA yeah. and the gangs in Southern California run the prisons. It's not vice versa. It's not prisons created tribal. No, gangs create in the streets yeah. created the tribalness and took it to prisons to the point where sheriffs and the even the the way they operate them run on their rules, run on the gang's rules. So if they didn't want segregation, if the gangs didn't want it, everyone would mix. But they make them. You would not put these people together because you know what would happen. You force the hand of the of the prison of the of the prison system there's fools and there's some gang members who are like made fools or like made where like they they're they're higher ups right if i get arrested with them they're not going in the same line as i am the cops pull them to another line they they get their shit first they get their clothes first they get special treatment oh, so that's on a business end because it's just like on a relationship that's end a, yeah. to do that also they just know this individual is highly violent this individual is someone who's put in work if i leave him in a cell over here he might he might fuck someone up he might do something we don't know it's easy it's much better to separate him because of his status in this certain and like when you see shit like that you're like man this shit works together mm -hmm. you know and that bled over to hip-hop that bled over to the music scene because now Fools who would vibe with each other, different se se sections of the city, cannot go. Fools from Crenshaw, fools from South Central wouldn't come to Boyle Heights, to East LA, and come to a hip hop show, let alone look for talent, let alone look for. Why do you think that happened? Six Nines Mexican, he blew up in New York. You know, fucking, what's his name? Uh, Little Pump's Mexican, he blew up somewhere else. He couldn't, there's, because there's lines. But you don't wouldn't exist. know that either one of them is Mexican. And, and okay, but I'll give you another one, like a dude from Texas. I just took a flick with your girlfriend. I forgot his name. He, he had like a one hit wonder, but this, he's a young Mexican cat, grew up in, in Houston, Texas. He grew up with, with the black, with, you know, with, on the black side. Mm -hmm. he talks black, dressed black, but he's Mexican. He represented, and there was none of those cultural lines that exist here. None of those. Blacks and Mexican are like this, closer. Same thing in the Bay. You come to Southern California mm. where gangs run the streets mm. and they run the prison system, it's different. And that to me is one of the main leading reasons why hip hop wise it affected us. Where you had Cypress Hill, you had you had uh, you know, uh, Kid Frost, you had Lighter Shade of Brown, and they're from the valley. Those are the last foods in 30 years. 25 years we couldn't get one two you have king lil g you have yeah. you know the underground cats you have the reveries you have the snow the products and things like that but they're not snow's not from here mm -hmm. she's not from southern california she's from texas right or something she's from another part she's not from right here right here it's really hard because you could ask rev you could ask them how many times have they rocked in 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 a black neighborhood you know what i mean and vice versa how many times have we had prominent or or Scene leading black artists come to the east side comfortably and do that. Like, where were some of the first fools ever bring fools like that? We would have the boulevard in East LA in Boyle Heights, one of the most notorious gangs right there, and we would have the, the bar full of, full of brothers. And that shit would be unheard of on the east side. Even where the gang members would be like, did you face any You know this shit don't that? really fly. That's but what you're, I'm did but you, you're they cool. They, they just let it slide. Uh. They let it slide because them fools were respectful, because they weren't gangbanging, because of shit like that. But if they were, had been bringing like hood shit, yeah, yeah the hood would have responded like this. Like this concept. We would have had a tragedy 
right then and there. But we push those lines culturally and racially, and you know, no one brings that up enough. So you what, know? what do we do? Keep doing that. Just keep doing that. Keep fucking with each other. Keep keep crossing those lines. The gang shit's always gonna be there, unfortunately. Like it's still there 30 years later. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's actually blowing up a lot more now, that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But I think if we just come together more, if we just build with each other more, we mix more, that shit's just gonna become second nature. Well, I, let me ask you guys both this. How did you guys avoid getting into that? Because uh, I mean, I grew up around it. It was, but to me, it never. I never drew an interest to me. It didn't. It seemed too much of a waste of energy to trip on someone because they got the wrong shirt on or whatever. It just seemed way cooler to like get to know somebody to me than to like automatically dislike a person for no reason. Like it did, yeah, that doesn't I, still doesn't make sense. I think on I any just, levels, and, and I couldn't be a gambling bro. I could, exactly. I, could I just never trip on. I just think I well, yeah, exactly. Like I don't think I was a down ass fool like that. Like my homies were way more down, and I had friends who were like that. But and also on the flip side, I feel like a lot of gangsters and the hardest fucking cholos that I've ever seen were the fools who got punked, the fools who got kind of victimized early, uh -huh. and then they that shit may turn them into a, an animal. Mm. So they got beat up, they got banged on, they got. They were made to feel powerless at one point growing up. Yeah, but I feel like we've all been, we've all been you were bullied. You were bullied. Everyone's been bullied, right? A little bit, I think. And now, yes, everyone goes through the same thing, but now it's what backup do you have at home and, and like what other interests are around Right, right, life? yeah. You don't have that family. You don't have that backbone. You run to the streets. And I, and I don't know, but I didn't have that either. I, I had a house full of females, only male, no brothers, no dad, no nothing. I grew up on myself practically, and that gave me a lot of time to find who I was very young. I realized I like words. I like reading. I enjoy reading a lot. Uh, so that kind of led me down poetry and it's just a step away from hip hop after that right, but it, right. it that drew a lot more interest to me than like even staying out and going tag something up or hit something like that after a while I was like fucking you know what's the point bro like you know here I learned something new I, I discover something new like I, and now now I'm mimicking the poetry and the rhyme so now that takes you blah 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 that's, but tell me how did you uh, avoid I'm just lucky I mean I'm lucky that I had both parents there. My dad grew up in the same neighborhood. So like he went through all that. So everything he he was able to guide me and kind of keep me away from that. Mm -hmm. And I had uncles who gangbang and did that and they didn't. Some some fools, unfortunately, they grow up like it's your family. Like it's literally mm -hmm. your lineage. Mm -hmm. Like you third generation from the hood. Mm -hmm. And and my uncle, who was a part of a gang and like his friends and all that, they never put me on that. Like they want, they they were like, do what you want. You don't gotta be doing this oh, this cool. shit in the hood, yeah. which was cool because some fools didn't have it like that. Some other fools that I knew, their big brother gangbang, and they're because they were the little you brother, were gonna they were gonna gangbang. They were already they they were already uh, targets from from other hoods, from other things, just because you're born into it. So it's like you could say that shit, right? And then. Be like, hey, you have a choice, you have this. No, I knew fools. That's what I'm saying. It's not like you just got bullied. Everyone got bullied. Cool. No, I'm talking about fools who got fucking targeted, where yeah. they had gangster motherfucker, full-grown men whooping their ass at 12, 13, fucking them up. So the and only they protection the only they feel they is, oh, I gotta have go homies. With the big homie. And then they homies. became the hardest fools because yeah. they were like, they got no love. They yeah. got no... 
they got no uh they didn't get no breaks no quarter ass none given mm. and they were just hardcore motherfuckers you know and unfortunately now i still live on the same block i know fools who who, who fucking gangbang hard who did all this shit for a neighborhood that they can't be in no more their own hood ain't cool with them no more or they gotta they got the gang injunction where if they go to that block they'll get arrested on site they got other shit where they can't show their face they did fucking dirty shit now they're fucking targets in this so it's like to look to trip out on that and i'm sure now they could look they'll look back and be like damn that shit wasn't worth it i can't even go to my same block and, and go and do that for for this neighborhood i i put on for you know so you know it's a trip the, the different things that leads us there but lucky for me you know i, I played sports my, my pops kind of kept me on a good head and i've always just been like away from group thought if everyone's dad thinking this to do with you growing up yeah i mean my dad you know that food so he's a present too. dad yeah, yeah, he was, cool. he was an ex-Marine, you know, a Marine, he oh, served. Okay. So, he, you know, he just joined another gang. My dad could have gangbang, and yeah. he used to in the, when he was younger. And, and he paid. just went in transition and, and did paid. a fucking, he became a Marine, which was <laughs> even a more gangster fucking <laughs> crazy-ass fool. That's dog-ass shit right yeah, there. Yeah, dog, right? and you know, he tell me stories and shit. He's a Mexican fool in 17 in, in the military, you know, and he had a show his shit and rep his, I'm from East LA, yeah. motherfucker, and talk, you know, fight foods. Dude, they, and I saw him I was from Southern California and, once, and they called me Hollywood from there on. <laughs> I swear, it was in Hollywood. I was like, oh, at this point, yeah. how did you, how did you keep a, a clean nose? I mean, basically, same thing what you guys said. Same thing what you guys said, you know what I mean? It's just luckily had the good family uh, support there and then just didn't have an interest. I think I've always naturally been just a friendly person or, or open to talk to mostly anyone. So like growing up, I had plenty of friends and yeah, unfortunately, some of them went into that lifestyle, you know, um, but I guess also one thing <clears throat> that I remember always keeping with me was my gramps like telling me that when he when he was growing up, which was basically when gangs first originated um, back then, he, would, he told me they were called clubs. He got invited to, to fucking join. I think it was like White Fence or something. They're like, hey, you want to join our club? Um, they just start you, yeah, no, that's what they told him. I said, well, you want to join our club? You just let us beat you up for like a minute. And, and then I, you're I, a part of the club. So, so my grandpa said that he, he just told him like, uh, I'll, I'll think about it. <laughs> I was, and, and went about his day. But yeah. then, you know, he, he knew like, nah, that, that, that's not what he wanted to do. I was he understood about it the, the other day when I was a little kid at, in the projects. And I remember being on the porch, just walking out like with my ice cream. Like as old as my cousins are now, and I just seen some fool get jumped into the hood. So yep. like I remember seeing that too, one of my just first times. Boom, 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 and this fool's just doom, doom, doom. And then like didn't even phase me. Like I remember looking at this and everyone would like kind of be like, oh shit, you know, this is fucking crazy. And then everyone just like looked, got him up, gave him props, he's in the hood now. I finished my ice cream and it was just like another Yeah, thing, bro. I, I drove by for my first time. Different time right bro. there, Rosewood Park in Commerce. I was driving to my grandma's house and like we're coming up the street and all of a sudden yeah it looked crazy out of nowhere one food chilling and like five or six heads just start mobbing on him but then by the time we hit the corner and turn left they were picking him up and like then of course i was curious and not didn't really understand and you, you get older and, and like he like he said his grandpa was like a club and back in the day too there there was more com you know um community and mm -hmm. even the gangs themselves like they said they started off as party crews as just clubs as ways right. to protect each other and tribal 
we're, we come from indigenous blood we're naturally tribal mm-hmm. but literally our, our fucking heritage is tribal you know mm-hmm. and and so it makes sense that why latinos roll in packs and why we're like that you know um so it's not necessarily like this this evil gang thing like it, is, it could it be is. a fucking book club you know no. we, like, my book club's a shit <laughs> you know fucking book club. Club. Book club. Oh, Homie, no, fuck, fuck the yeah. night readers you know like that's just how night readers that's yeah. just how yeah. like our culture so about the bookworm Dodgers, like if it's their fucking it is how it is funny is, how like my wife because dude i get up early i get up early bro i get up like at six maybe seven and i've done that since i was like as far as i can remember dude i've always gotten up early so getting up early has never been a big deal for me and i'm good i'm in a good mood i'm not i'm not one of those oh, i'm a fucking more i'm not I'm good. And she'll get something. She's groggy. She's like, not like, a morning person. Yeah, no, not like at all. And like, I know people who are just not morning. I just, I'm like, um, I don't know my body usually right. And then I also like, I don't have an issue with like, um, le- le- manual labor. Like I'll, I'll do a lot during mm-hmm. my day. Like I'll mm-hmm. fucking be moving around, you know? And I think, and I think back how much of that is just being like straight Mexican. Like how much is that coming from like my jeans going, yeah, like, I work the land. Yeah. It's not it's not that big a deal. Yeah. It's a beautiful day outside. Like I'm down to go do this. Like yeah. I'm you know, like I'm not afraid of work. Like I wonder yeah. how much of that is it's just like it's my jeans speaking out loud. Mm-hmm. And now they do redirect it into hip hop, mm-hmm. which to me was it wasn't a life save. A lot of people go, oh, hip hop saved my life. And then that's cool if it did for you. But to me, it gave me one. It didn't save one. It gave me a purpose, a life, a right. reason to, to be. Because I didn't gangbang. I didn't. I couldn't draw. That's true. You know, I couldn't do a lot of things that a lot of my friends could do. And I'm, I'm not. I don't have the monies to go explore other options. Right. It was like, well, what, what was there? And it was words and books and rhymes and poetry. And it was just easy and hip hop is very welcoming if you're good at it if you if you have yeah. good intention yeah. like, hip hop goes oh that's that part on. because ever since you know i could start remember rapping and starting even on the east side where there wasn't a huge hip hop community mm-hmm. um if, as long as you're dope you got props as long as you're dope you got love and like people saw it as a fucking real viable talent right. which was really refreshing i mean some people were just like who cares you rap big fucking deal like you know of course you're going to run into those people mm-hmm. but it surprised me and it still surprises me you know it's fucking we packed my last show this past saturday and there's literally a fucking appetite for for the words for the lyrics for the beat for for hip-hop so it's like man like that shit feels so good and sometimes you just have to stop and reflect on that because we haven't even had that much exposure like that when i first started there was no shows i mean i used to look for shows in boyle heights no one was throwing hip-hop shows right and now there's multiple collectives on the east side and, and you'll just see events on their own and, and and shit like that where if you're just a hungry mc who's coming up hey you get to see otr throwing some shit you get to see an example you get to see this crew you get to go to this show and, and see different levels which really wasn't around mm-hmm. 10 11 yeah, years ago when i first started that's what i was talking so, about the past five ten years from what it was to what it is now at least us being directly involved it's amazing dude especially seeing it this past weekend in, in east los we had our show in east la in the crowd pool the uh the diversity you know it's it's inspiring exciting that's why i know the next five ten years is only going to be a more rapid pace of change and it's it's, it's, it's I, exciting it is, man um, it's exciting someone asked me like uh i took a break from from doing the show for a while mm-hmm. and um uh, it was like, oh, you know, like, why do you keep coming back to it? Like, why do you keep doing this specific thing? And uh, what I, I, I it's always it's a weird question because I get asked it a few times. Like, how, you know, how do you do it? 
and uh, why do you why are you pursuing it and I, I just tell them like I saw the void it's missing there's no good interviews in hip hop that anyone that any independent artist will have access to Right. And even when you do get an interview, they're very promotional and they're very fast. Mm-hmm. What are you here to do? What are you pushing? Cool. I got another person right behind you. Who are you here to do? What are you here to push? Cool. Freestyle. Cool. Thank you. Bye-bye. That's it. You don't know Mescal better than when he walked in than when he left. Right. And to me, it's like, well, I want to know what, you know, Method Man thinks about this. Like, that'd be, you know what I'm saying? That, to me, it was more, it was in a curious level. And then I seen it. And honestly, there's, I, it, I even to this day, there's still, I still can't find another it's, I don't want to brag. It's just like hip hop podcast that that's doing it the way I feel should be done, or like the correct way to present artists mm-hmm. and people. It always seems to be very self-serving when someone has a show, you know. And it's fine; it's promotional for you. I get it, but I feel like if you really have good intentions for hip hop, it'll respond good to you, man. Because hip hop does know it's missing a lot of shit. People know that they're missing good show, so when they see one, they're gonna go rock with it. And then you rock the good show, so they're gonna come back, come back. You got you got good product. Yeah, they're coming just back. Takes, you know, and like anything, it just takes a little minute to get off the ground. Yeah, and and to kind of find your audience. But if you see the void, that's very good. You, you see the void, it. the need, you fill that void. And I think that that I think more men should look at life in general that way. You see a void of goodness here. You should be filling that void, bro. Do something about it if you recognize the problem. And I don't think that a lot of this generation or a lot of people um, take it upon themselves nah, to change their you know environment. Because they want to be told and then they want to be praised. That's easy, though. They want to be told <laughs> and they want to be praised. Yeah. I've literally had someone scream at me before and say, it's not fair that I'm not praised the way you are. I've done what you've done and I haven't been praised the way you are. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, if I did it for praise, I wouldn't be where the fuck I'm at. Mm-hmm. That's why you fucking came up short, yeah. you dumb motherfucker. You know, like yeah. it was just like, but it was just, just like, damn, the that shit The of why me, he like, was producing the, the art weren't clean and the art exactly. didn't respond to it. Like, well, we, dude, there's, there's billions of you. It's the one that comes up and sees where it's missing and generally has nothing but good intentions and in feeling that that person is usually the one that's going to shine because life favors that. It facilitates things for you to happen. I'm convinced that if I wasn't meant to do this, then things wouldn't have gone so easy for me to get to where I could just email blank and set up something. Right. Like, bro, that's that's stupid. That's impossible. You can't, you know, and, and, and with that idea, I treat it with a lot of respect, what I do. Um, I, I want to... Um, ensure that it's like as politically free as possible and what i mean by that is it, it doesn't take a lot of people to talk to me bro like i'm right here hit me up I'm less corruption in the way that i present my art right you know but you guys trust each other you know and it's got to be difficult to do how did you guys get to a point where i can trust you with my art and you with mine and we have this luckily it just kind of just happened so it's just some people you have that relationship with Others you want that relationship with that it just never materializes. Mm-hmm. And then they might feel like, oh, you're cool with this person, but not with me or with this or like, but it's like, sometimes you just can't explain it. I work better with this person. Mm. We seem to have this flow and mm. it's like this unsaid shit. And that's how it's kind of been with Max since the start. Like from the, literally the moment I met this fool, you could just it was just like, him? yeah. And it was just like hit the ground running. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I'm serious, man. No, no. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm definitely. serious. A lot of people, you, I just can't fuck Sometimes bro, this dude. as people. Yeah, and it's, that. hey, that just happened. And some of the best, mm-hmm. the most respectful thing you can do is just acknowledge that yeah. and, and, and give each other distance. It. Yes. Exactly. Like if I annoy you and you annoy me, how about we do each other both a favor? <laughs> smile, say what's up, peace out, yeah. and then not not do we'll this move on with our lives, bro. And, we'll and, and if you know, and and not think the worst of each other, like no, but just, just, so but there has to have been 
was there a discussion? What does? How did the discussion go about? So like, okay, let's join. It was just like was that. Cool. Instagram, I hit this up straight up. Like back when Instagram just started, I think it's just like 2013. So yeah. Instagram's only at that point yeah. a year or two. Yeah. And I just DM this after a show that we both rock. Said, "Let's work." Mm-hmm. Simple, some shit. Like, hey, what's good? You're dope. Let's work. And just he happened to respond. So when we linked up. But and respectfully, there had to be a trial period for both of you to say, "Okay, right. this is gonna make sense." Do you right. remember that moment? Do you remember the moment when you're like, okay? I, no, well, I think that's what happened. It's just he said he was down, gave me his address. We linked for uh for a session, and it was like right then and there. It was we had the same hungry MC mentality. Got in there and got right to work. Like I think we chopped it up a little, but then it was like, so what beat we got? Cool, got a beat. Wrote, pumped out a track quick and it was it, it flowed at that time it felt like one of my best tracks because i felt he brought the best out of me just because it was like natural like oh shit we this had like this natural competition too yeah. like this fool start rhyming and i would want to outline him <clears throat> he freestyle and i'm like fuck <clears throat> this motherfucker yeah. pretty nice with the freestyle <laughs> yeah. then i get shy sometimes and this fool wouldn't give a fuck where we're at yeah. he's one of them fools like you tell him rap he'd be like all right you know taking a piss like oh yeah you got bars fool yeah i'd be like nah i'm cool whatever catch my show like sometimes i'd be like i'm too cool for school this fool would not care he'd just be like any moment let's go and that kind of gave me this like little extra kick of hunger because even at that time even all those years ago i was grinding at a a different level as far as just i just graduated school i I make my own flyers i record my own music Mm -hmm. i mix and master my own Mm -hmm. shit throw my own shows like it was like all the stuff i do now but you know i i was uh kind of just testing the waters on these things but i wasn't waiting for anyone I was just doing it all by myself. I started east of the river just because I was working with other cats and everything I was doing, they were putting their name on it, which I didn't mind. I was a young cat. I was the, I was a new booty. So I was like, that's cool. But, you know, I, I need to call my shit something so that, you know, when I look back five years from now or if this shit takes off or something, I could say, hey, that that was my company. Yeah. I, I helped. The house, am I going to prove it mm-hmm. if it said so-and-so's name on it, you know? Um, and I just started doing that and and all these things started falling in line and so when max hit me up it was like man other fools would hit me up in the dm or like you know or i see them at shows like yo let's link and you'd be like yeah yeah all right and then nothing would happen or you you do something and, and it kind of fall, fall flat you know for whatever reason and then with this fool it was like nope let's let's link next day came through mm-hmm. knock out a song yo you want to go to the show yeah what's up what time you want to pull up cool go to the show go and do that like just every time and i was like damn all right and that's when i kind of clicked like he has that mentality of like you know anything can happen i'm I'm still show up or i'm you know i'm gonna fucking uh that no quit mentality and 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 i've met a lot of artists i've worked with so many artists and i used to say this when i first started not knowing because that's just what i believed and now 10 years later 7 11 years later it still holds true the only people who make it is just the people who refuse to quit that's the one underlying fucking quality you don't even have to be particularly great you don't even have to be particularly great or good just be around long if enough. you are just consistent and you refuse to fucking die i'll show you because i would always meet a boss level fool who had who had limited capabilities intellectually limited resources and and this is like me at 18 19 you're like look up like, how does motherfucker become the boss how is everyone listening and then you'll even hear the workers fuck that fool he's dumb he's this 
but he's your boss. Yeah. You're talking and shit and you fucking, yeah. yeah. Every fool thinks their boss is an idiot. Mm-hmm. How the fuck did that idiot get there then? Because he obviously has an enduring fucking trait or quality that makes him keep showing up, makes him keep being there every day, even though you hate him, even though he's a dumbass, <laughs> even though that motherfucker shows up. And and I adopted that and I noticed that in Max and, and probably through everyone else even when i talk to fools theoretically they have a quit they even have an imaginary quit thing if i got paid a million dollars i'd say fuck rap i'd say this if i fucking oh if that happened to me i'd be done but i never would show my face or this or that and you know i fell on my face plenty of times where i had people tell me that like damn that happened to you fuck i would have quit you know i would have i would have fucking that, that would have been enough for me to fucking quit sure. and i was like nah i mean Nope, Charlie, like I'm too stubborn to quit. And even now I'm 33, still rapping, yeah. still pushing my fucking dream. Just had a kid, just doing all this, invested in the space, all this shit. And then people would be like, that would be all the signs, you know, like <laughs> to say, hey, cut. Nah, fuck that. And that's usually when I, in all my years, like the breakout happens where I make, I make a, you know, 10 years worth of progress in, in one, you know, or that, that fucking year of progress in a month. You're like, what the fuck? How did I book this, 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 made this much money in 21 days when fucking the last yeah. two, three years I've been yeah. struggling. Yeah. Now everyone's hitting me up. Now I got this booking and, and the other person from the outside looking in is like, oh, he's so lucky. He's so lucky. Right. Dude, right. I, the, the, the whole, <laughs> bro, you get to sit with who? You're going to interview who? You're going to talk? You're so lucky, dog. It's like, bro, luck had like very little to do with it. <laughs> to get to this point, I snuck in back of uh, 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 like a... Uh, you know, backspaces and shows fucking you know went around bought fake uh wristbands to sneak into shit i've done it Found i swear like, i have right. I've, I've used the same wristbands that they were on the floor from yesterday trying to get in i've done that i've Sick. dude i've done all that shit right, right right and with bags of equipment and then bugging people after shit like luck yes luck that maybe it occurred to me to go do it or something but 99% of it is the hard work and now when I tell people is uh, it's hard right now it's really difficult dude it's about to get really good I just need to get over this hump if you can get if I can get over this it's gonna be super dope and a lot of people just can't see it that way and then when you do make it over the hump Mm -hmm. bro you're like yes and then you realize that the next hump is even yeah, bigger because exactly. each hump goes up well each wall goes up in size as yeah. you go over it right but people are like oh I'm not climbing that shit right. and, and you fall into you, it too what did you do you like... had to build a ladder oh fuck <laughs> that I'm not building no ladders bro I gotta... yeah. some people get to run right through those walls bro maybe they run through three or four of them right and then they that's just the opportunity that life gives them or whatever oh, there's yeah. people that chess is skilled to me if not even more than me better at this they'll never make it because they don't have that drive they're missing that one thing or they're just not meant to be the one to do it right, i mean while well, if that's gonna push you and if you don't have that push then maybe it's not for you you know like like mm. literally like if it's not there it was never really for yeah. you because that thing that made you go yeah that's why i'm not doing something else okay right. and, and okay the, the other thing that i also noticed was um i can't do two things so like i was either gonna do the show or i was gonna rap like that was gonna be my thing and for a while i try to do both and it's can't i can't right. Right. i don't have the mental capacity to do both right. some people might some people might and more power to them but to me it was either gonna you're gonna concentrate on one or you're gonna concentrate on the other and i turned out to be way better at one than i was at the other and i so i just went that way and it wasn't because i was terrible it was just the interest was a lot more drawn to this side to me it was like well 
things seem to be easier going for you on this and you're having to fight really hard for this and not that it's not worth the fight but it life seems to be like hey this way come here come here come here yeah yeah so then i just went all right cool and i just went all in and it's paid off it, it right. works it works very well which but and i'm positive had i gone the other way it wouldn't have been the same right having met like Raskaz, or like you meet like legends, just true people, and then you think like, oh, I rap. It's like I don't even want to tell this. Dude. Here, I'll, I'll, real quick, I'll tell you a story. I think I might have told you. I met uh, Corrupt at one of these interviews. Right, Corrupt, bro, just like the coolest dude in the world. And uh, I asked him. I asked him, hey, M's referred to you as like one of the greatest. Does that have a lot of MCs come up to you to like try to challenge that, or do they seem to like back up, right? And he looks down. I'm sure he was high as fuck too, bro. Because he he's, he's wearing sunglasses indoors. Right? <laughs> so he's just like looking down. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. In oh, honor of dude. Krupp. Yeah, it, you, I don't know if you ever met Krupp. You ever, you ever met I never him? met him. Bro, he's like, the, he's like, yeah, he's just like down. Yeah, and he has these big old glasses on. And he's like avoiding the light. And he's looking down. And he goes, up. He goes, you spit? And I go, yeah. He goes, all right, spit some. And go over. He's like, all right, then, you know, bring it. And I go, nah, I'm not going to spit some. He goes, see? Automatically took it out. Yes, it's true. Like he wants, he goes, all right, spit. I was like, nah, I'm not gonna. He's like, see, told you. Like that, that, and and that's what it. That's That's what it's like when you meet like these these monuments. You just feel so. In my part, I just feel so unneeded. Yeah, like, yeah. No, 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 no. You're, not, you're not you're good you're not great these are great leave them alone get out the way yeah. <laughs> i just want to do that with my bars yeah. <laughs> i'm sure that i'm sure the intimidation factor of people have met you looking up to get to get things done they look around they're like people, fuck bro people have told me that and i'm like it, it's like it throws me off sometimes i'm like really I, I just i don't even think of myself like that but you know but, but real quick another thing that well, was to back up what you said is uh someone told me almost the exact same thing you're telling me uh are you familiar with armin yeah. So he, you know, he's Armenian rapper. Yeah. I've known Armenian for many years, way before he became Armenian. I knew him when he was Armenian, and he spelled. He wasn't sure how to spell it. Yeah, like it was this whole thing. Um, and I've seen him grow to develop to be this great. Just you know, he's yeah, he's yeah. superstar status, doing his thing up there. But he still doesn't have that commercial success. But everyone knows who Armenian is. Right. He's done. He's on the Wu Tang album. Mm-hmm. He's on songs with Game. Like he is. He's doing. <laughs> And the one thing, and I asked him, like, bro, like, you know, how? Like, how are you accomplishing this? And, and he told me the one thing he discovered is that everyone's in line. If you just stay in line, it'll be your turn one day. Right. And he told me, bro, I'm just, I'm just standing in line. I'm not leaving the line. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not trying to find another line. I'm dedicated to this line. Oh, I'm waiting awesome. my turn. I'm working to get to the next level. Eventually, I will get to that level. And, and like 99% of people. And my right. level might right. not be Michael Jackson's level, but my level where I get it to will be this level. And it'll be yours. Yes. It'll be yours. That you earned, you created your way. And he tells me some people get to skip steps because of whatever reason. But at the end of the day, if you're behind them putting in consistent work, you're there, bro. You're all going, you're all marching to the same location. And to me, it was, it was a real, like, real easy way to, to put it in perspective. Right. Because, dude, it's just grinding every Yeah, day, yeah, it'll drive you crazy day. at the same time, too. If you don't have that perspective and you don't have that overall goal of where you're moving, you'll start feeling like you haven't moved at all. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's important to remind yourself of that. For me, too, even, like, another version of that was, like, I started noticing like look i'm all putting my putting 
my own self like comparing myself to other artists or comparing mm-hmm. myself to like a certain booking I wish I had mm-hmm. or or if I had this booking then this would be this or if I had this right right so like it's like a normal thing artists do it we all are gonna blah 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 get in our head but one thing I noticed was like man every year these festivals need to be filled these podcasts need to be interviewed these videos need someone's gonna blow up not even in a sense of blow up but just like the, those lanes or those opportunities they're like the roller coaster the fucking roller coaster is gonna come mm-hmm. it's gonna come what mm-hmm. you have to do is line yourself up mm-hmm. to feel that certain ride or mm-hmm. that certain thing and you ask yourself what's missing mm-hmm. because yeah while you're in line if everyone's trying to be the next you're trying to sound like like a radio hit right mm-hmm. or you're trying to sound like what everyone else already has well then you're gonna have to wait in that line a lot longer you probably mm-hmm. will still get your opportunity but if you're able to fill that void mm-hmm. Eventually the festival Same way like I don't care how big The podcast is You need to book someone For January 2022 You'll need someone For that date Now you may not book me Fucking August 2021 Because you already Have people in mind There's some There's already They're in line ahead of you They're already in line Ahead of me But if I can say Hey don't worry That podcast ain't going nowhere That festival ain't going nowhere In fact there have pr- you have pressure on you to fill that mm-hmm. so your audience knows you're hip you're up to date mm-hmm. you're you're doing interesting shit the pressure's on you to mm-hmm. give up me to find and discover me be- and to validate and to say hey yeah they're 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 on this shit they heard about mad max before mad max was mad max like that. they're on that shit you know what i mean and like everyone wants that so you don't have to chase any booking you don't have to chase any promo in that sense like in a, in a sense where I feel like artists get so thirsty for it where it's like man this is gonna make or break me it's like nah make the best shit you can wait in line wait this you know believe in your shit and fill that lane trust these things will line up because they need to book someone and, and, and even if it isn't your time in 2022 2023 shit they're gonna be like damn Mexican rap is blowing up damn this conscious shit too this underground sound thing is, is really taking off have you noticed that in 2022 2023 maybe later on this year who knows who's that person who's someone we can book who's from an area that hasn't gotten really represented and you know where you know we want someone brand new but but people know about it as a solid following mm-hmm. and you're right there like well we it really a short list because everyone else wants to sound like this everyone's chasing us everyone's doing the same shit and then here's this cat yeah. and he fits my description and that's that's all i can count on all you can count on is that you put in enough work and that you trust in your material enough so that someday someone will be like what's up with that guy over there what's he been up to <laughs> what's he doing oh he's the one responsible oh he's the one what name comes up when you talk blank oh that let's talk to him and that's ultimately the goal yep. it's just, and <clears throat> if you keep it with the purest of intentions you'll have fun doing it it's when you start to get when you make this money you realize bro you're not gonna make a lot of money in the beginning of this if that's already deterring you look somewhere else yeah you know what i'm saying uh it is it is fun to to get out there and, and grind and work um i think the one thing that i will uh, advise people is limit your expectations um, we're young, you know. Yeah. You know, we started. Let's say we started seven years ago. This mm-hmm. is like late twenties, early whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Dude, you're you're an idealist. You're like, oh, I'm gonna run the fucking world, bro. I'm gonna fucking do this. I'm gonna have the biggest, blah blah blah. And then you realize, like, hey, step by step, bro. Step exactly. by step. And step that first step. step might take you ten years to take. It might take you that much. Mm-hmm. But did you take it? Nah, I quit halfway through. All right, we'll get the fuck out of here. Because yeah. that guy behind you didn't quit, and he's about to get there now. Mm-hmm. Boom, Mr. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it's it's that consistency of going. But 
you have to be realistic with yourself. I feel if you don't see it, if you don't see those wins, reevaluate. Maybe it's not the right. Because it's not you're forced. I'm an MC. I'm an MC. You know, you're, you're screaming out life. I'm a rapper. It's what I do. It's what I do. But you never get in the studio. And you don't really write. Yeah. Are you a rapper? Not dropping bro? nothing. So you not me, you no perform shows. your vocals. Like how much effort are we? That's the number one thing when it comes to like rapping on vocals. How much effort did this person really take before he got here? That's right. what at first I think. You didn't even have the effort to like get your vocals separated, bro. Like you couldn't look up a producer. How did this happen? All right. How did you, how do you not have to beat? Like mm -hmm. what? <laughs> <laughs> or did you not take time to memorize it? Right. How much? You know what I'm saying? There's all this other questions that come up to me when I. Yeah, nah, it's it's true. I see. Like, people want to be famous. It's not necessarily rapper music. It's yeah. like it's just the fame and that that other side of it. You know, yeah. it's, it's pretty obvious. You yeah. Know, but mm -hmm. I don't know. It's a trip. So, so okay, we got in this far, guys. Mm -hmm. What are we hoping to accomplish? If you could wave a magic wand, what did East of the River do? Um, is there a long term? For me, it's been the last few years has been to tour nationwide because mm. it's like build it here, build it local and then duplicate the process. Maybe not necessarily building an entire movement in certain cities, but just bringing our movement there and getting to more, uh, getting more exposure through through live performances and, and hitting as many cities as we can. Man, I truly believe that our success and our story is written on the road because we have to show and prove we don't have enough past fucking successes or, or pathways and examples for people to take it off the strength to be like oh yeah i seen a, i seen this amazing artist from east l.a rapper named mad max and that you should check him out and it's, it's not enough he needs to be there he needs to kill it they need mm -hmm. to see it mm -hmm. with their own two eyes you know what i mean there's not we don't have a market for hype we will and you see certain examples of it but it's not there yet and i truly believe getting on the road and doing that has been one of my you know goals for the past few years like two three years has been like 40 city tour Dope. Sounds crazy or whatever, but it's like, nah, like, if you think about that, you got 40 cities that love you, you could eat for the rest of your life as an independent artist. And if you just start knocking them off your list and Spotify and your numbers, they help you. You see who's playing it, you see where they live, you see this shit, go to those places, build out of there, and that's still, if I could wave a magic wand, it would be a few years of consistent touring and doing that. And then kind of taking it from there, you know? Um, Taking what we learn, taking the new the new fans, taking the new data, the the money and the, the come up from that next level up mm -hmm. and seeing then what move we can make, you know? Because we could say tour the world platinum and 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 have, you know, classic albums and all this shit. It's like, all right, that's that's a major go. Everyone wants that. But the next level up for us is, you know, a, a nationwide, a nationwide following, you yeah. know, and building that and taking our taking our brand on the road you know in a major way um you know and then then you know getting the numbers up it really comes down to a numbers game a lot of times you know mm -hmm. getting the spotify spins up getting all the youtube views up and getting more visibility mm -hmm. and if that's the road of success the more visual you are attention is like currency so most people can't even pay attention past a few seconds so imagine if someone watches your entire video that individual who watched 95 or 100 the person who's listening right now who started the podcast that's the person 
who we want to reach and and mm-hmm. ha- and that's th- that's our real fan and that's our real audience mm-hmm. there it's getting getting to them and producing dope content and shit that that cuts through that i think ultimately is what is the recipe for success because the, the the days of just going organically big is really hard like you have to pay for the attention the, you have to run your shit the direct relationship that podcasting gives you is something that wasn't available in media form ever until like the last 10 years when podcasting mm-hmm. took off because <clears throat> and i don't i don't need to sit down somewhere to watch this i can continue my day and you're coming along with me you're going to the i'm going to the bank with people I'm going to go babysit. I'm gonna, all these other shit that you couldn't do when you're watching a YouTube mm-hmm, video. Mm-hmm, right. it, give, it lets you into their life in a different, in a private way that when people meet me, they'll ask me about something that I said. Right. That's a complete stranger taking interest in my life. That's right. fucking awesome, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, man, and I'll explain it this. Or they'll tell me, oh, you know, you always pose like this when you're like, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you build this private relationship with them complete strangers and it's that face interaction that makes it so much real and like keeps you want to go like oh man that's that was so and you cute, getting you know? in front of more people yeah. is how you find more of that's those, the only way to those do it. individuals that's the only because we don't have the pockets to to pay here's a, a thousand advertisement on tv give me a thousand on this put me on a couple mags put up some billboards for you uh, but like yeah. yeah. so there is no need you don't have the requirement to talk to people and, and if you had like a say like if the magic wand again right and we said how much do we need yeah. you know and, and getting closer to that number of like how much money do you need how much mm-hmm. exposure do you need mm-hmm. you don't need a billion dollar fucking Super Bowl commercial mm-hmm. that'd be great but at the same time you know we're not trying to sell freaking Doritos or a beer or something it's like this is it's a, pocket, a, a personal trick thing between, yeah, it's like, uh, how much do what, what do I need and do I need that or should it be a different thing and it is without selling out what you're trying to push the people because the minute they realize you're faking out bro you're gonna yeah. lose all those real fans or if you just wanted to post bullshit all day and just get a view you could you yeah. could put dumb stuff up all day or put yeah. violence and put things that put some girl shaking her ass like whatever you does the clickbait stuff like Mm -hmm. that's still right there if you just wanted numbers like no like that's not the point of this it's to actually make that that direct connection with people Mm -hmm. yeah what's crazy is like he's saying from learning of um when we're releasing songs kind of just like helping to promote it to just get it to the people we want like mexico has been a really really huge following that we've been building just through like spotify and youtube so it's like it's dope to just learn these little behind the scenes tricks i guess in a way but also the benefits from them are are really great so i mean it just comes down to investing if you're an artist you know that investing in yourself and and finding out little little cheat codes i guess and and ultimately it's like where you want to end up Mm -hmm. it's not like i I drop shit without running any promotion forever like Mm -hmm. for years Mm -hmm. just post it up Mm -hmm. it's good people respond and i base base it off of that you know and then learning a little bit more on the back end like all right how do i run these ads or how do i go get bigger press or do podcasts and do things that are now going to get new faces and new eyeballs how do i organize this now and do what we, what we would call a promotional run or right. a release right why did i do that i didn't do that for my health i didn't it's because i'm i wanted what i visualize as success in the place i'm moving it requires these things in order to get there Mm -hmm. you need these certain utilities on that road you know if you got a vehicle 
these are your wheels these are your things the promo the public appearances paying for ads paying for fucking you know good good graphic design and good videos and all the money we fork into to create the best content that we can you know um and that isn't to say we're not trying to create the best content it's just helping to accelerate it you know and we've done that and now we've seen way better results so right. it's like but what forced us to learn that the mm-hmm. fact that the place we want to end up required having this knowledge it wasn't like it was out of necessity that's my whole point like as an artist it's that no quit mentality all right i dropped this damn it didn't get the reception that i thought it deserved right why how come more people didn't see this was it because it ain't good was it because of this so you go and you start figuring out these you start asking these questions and you start mm-hmm. figuring this out mm-hmm. oh damn now i could drop something i dropped three years ago four years ago and it would hit mm-hmm. 10 times 20 times more today mm-hmm. than if i than when i dropped it same song, same visual, same everything. I got bars from nine years ago that I'm like, damn, if I were to drop this song now, re-release it, people would jump all over it. What was different of it? Nothing. It hasn't changed. It's my technique, obviously, of, of promoting it. It's delivery my following. The delivery, you know? Delivery it's like, has a lot. Yeah, man. Delivery has a lot to do with it because people, <clears throat> again, they don't have time or, and they're not going to give you the time. Man. They're not interested within like the first three seconds of whatever they're listening to. They don't want to have anything to do with it. It's very hard to get them going after that. And, and finding the people who do. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. I play, there's six billion people on Earth. Yeah. I don't, don't need. Like a, I do not even need. I don't even need. You know, I, I could live with one percent of them fucking with my shit. Yeah. And I would fucking be crazy numbers, right? So it's not even like, you know, I'm not even worried about the people who don't like it. That's fine. You don't like it, fucking click off, turn it off, motherfucker. I'm not trying to run an ad for you. I'm not trying to jump both our time. Yeah, like both of us. Like, I want to find the people who do like it yeah. and watch the whole thing and, and fuck with it. And, like, and we'll, we'll wrap it up. Uh, but to me, um, and I don't want to uh, rain anybody's parade here or nothing, but to me, uh, the Hispanic uh, aspect of me is never my forefront, even though it's obvious, right? Like, I don't mm-hmm. hide it or nothing, but it's never been like, watch me, I'm a Mexican who has a podcast. Mm-hmm. No, right. it's like, hey, I got a dope podcast. You should check it out. How do you feel about people who do do that? <clears throat> uh, it's weird because I feel that, well, the only examples I have are like comedians and like actors and all that mm-hmm. stuff who are like, hey, I'm Mexican. So like, hey, check this out. And it's fine, I guess. I mean, it's, it's still putting light on our culture and, and I'm... I'm cool with that, but I don't. I, I don't feel the right to feel proud over something I didn't do anything about. Like I wasn't. Res- I'm not responsible for this in any way, shape, or form. So right. it feels weird for me to take pride in something I had nothing to do with. Right. And and, and that's the same aspect I have with racist people, with racism, and all. It's the same thing. It's like you had nothing to do with being white. Right. Why are you so proud of that? Yeah, I don't I fucking mean, get it. I didn't work for it. I didn't earn it i didn't fight a dragon for it i didn't know I, I was i happened to be this pigment so do i want people to look at me and judge me for that no that uh, what i want is like i'd rather be seen i'm, I'm sorry i'd rather be heard than seen so it's like listen to my voice oh, and judge me on those opinions i have don't worry about that it's a mexican saying why is that important Right. So t- that's my, but that's well, my but that's very particular we live in like hyper racialized America, yeah. and you yeah. know, black people have gotten have mastered that fact of it of like making black music and making things of black like well, blackness that, that, in it. And I think Latinos are now taking they're right. taking that, notice. They're, no, yeah, they're like, oh, that works. Like I want to do that too, but because back in the day you probably couldn't do that. But you the black got, community will black the will back the black community to a fault. So like there's people that will go and buy R. Kelly tickets right now 
uh, if he would put out a new album, right? If he was on tour, there's black people that would go watch R. Kelly just because he's a black artist and they need to promote that artist, right? That's true. And there's rappers that suck that get promotion and get love because they're black. So it's like, hey, we can't let the black people. They have that to a fault. Hispanics don't have that. Like, there's, there's no Mexicans that'll root for a guy from Salvador because he's big from brown too. It doesn't happen. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm -hmm. very. Right, right. You're right. I think the important thing is to put all that time back. Look, we're both. I think the real aspect of it is we're both living in this country together. We're both in this moment in time. That should be enough for us to want to unify. Because I'm not running shit. Are you running shit? No. Okay, well, come check so this out then. We talked about, though, like I said, it's because people want to be praised. And when you do that, when yeah. you say, hey, this is Chicano shit, this is that, right? Like, so you should back you it up the because it's that? Yeah, but you'll get the, easy instant, praise, the instant praise. Yeah. And that's why. But, you know, I, I can't talk shit because I... I live on both sides where because the environment has created that, now I'm almost forced to to acknowledge that as well and be like, no. You guys live in a is. very particular environment, though. You guys, I'm coming. I'm here uh, from Orange County. My environment doesn't do that to me. It never has. Orange County has never, at least that particular part where I was raised, never. It was never like this is Hispanic town. No, it just hey down the street there's a but bunch of blacks it, it and then we got more, some uh, Samoans and we got. Though. It became more popular to say you're Mexican and say you're Latino mm -hmm. and stuff. These last like five ten years, I feel like in the in the you know late 80s 90s or even like the chicano movement in the 60s right like you have like i don't know that we've had that movement. moment bro i don't know we, we have had. it happened right here it happened literally right here where moving. it's cool to be mexican i've never i've well, never walked into a room and felt cool because i'm the only mexican in that room no it's never but I'm, i guarantee it happens for black people now They're like the, the, i'm no. the cool black guy in the Concept. room <laughs> nowadays yeah when I was growing up, yeah. in this neighborhood, people hid the fact that they were Mexican a lot of times, right? They wanted this white American dream. Like, like it wasn't so celebrated. It was more like, I'm proud, but I'm not going to just flaunt it, right? There was this stigma. Over the last like 10, 15 years, you have fools who fly the Mexican flag out their car, bump Spanish shit, dress pure pure fucking like paisa head to toe mm -hmm. and, and it's cool like this shit is popping this fashion the look everything is popping you probably don't see it you know being an OC but like nah and and back in the day you wouldn't do that it was like you had the one paisa who lived on the block but they naturally because our parents immigrate here illegally we're taught to keep our head down we're like we snuck into the movie mm. we gotta just eat our popcorn and shut the fuck up enjoy the movie <laughs> black people are like you brought me here I didn't want to see this fucking movie they're talking during the whole movie and white people are right there just you know selling the popcorn why aren't tickets. you enjoying this movie yeah like like so and and it's so true bro we're taught to just the don't rock the boat the seats for it, us exactly that's America right <laughs> so so that's the movie theater and lately it's it's been more boisterous and people have been more outgoing about being Mexican, being proud of their yeah. heritage, being stuff like that, which is gonna have the counter effect from white people. It makes it uncomfortable and shit like that. And and but well, I welcome the day that I feel cool for being Mexican, bro. But I gotta tell you, I've, if anything, I've always felt like oh, everyone's looking at me because I'm the only dark-skinned Mexican in this room. <laughs> and then I'll have people like just like random strangers, just like kind of like I, I know they want to ask me if I speak English or not. Mm. <laughs> like I know someone's mm. gonna. Like they're waiting whether I can speak, and it's like fuck you, yeah. <laughs> like, bitch. This is America. You're at Walmart. It's not like you know what I'm saying. Like it's not. Yeah. If, if I'm at Northgate and someone comes up to me and starts speaking in Spanish, cool. That's awesome. We're at Northgate. Yeah, no problem. If I'm at Bonds and a white person, bro, 
you know where <laughs> how what did you think some Mexican just randomly walked into this yeah. magical place he's wondering where he is no I'm buying fucking grapes like you, what are you talking about yeah. I've just never felt an advantage from being Mexican in my life it's never been advantageous to me for you guys maybe the story yeah I grew sure up different like I grew up I, I didn't realize that being Mexican was a disadvantage so I got a little older then I realized like oh shit and I'm like, not trying to bum you out why? bro but I, I'm gonna tell you I think that's still the case I still very much think the case that being Mexican is going to hold you down in hip hop and I'm telling you this from someone who's trying to dude and I'm not trying to say it's because I'm Mexican that I've reached these levels but I'm just absolutely right I'm just imagining a Mm -hmm. 27 year old black kid who's running around with all these peats he meets Sway is Sway more likely to be like oh hey okay yeah yeah here's my number or did he treat me different because I'm just some dude that's running up to him I don't know if me being black would have been more beneficial I just felt that Sway was like Okay, cool. Get out of here. I mean, like anything, I think... I think... I don't know that I've ever had any benefits from being Hispanic. It's your your experience. So, Mm -hmm. like... If enough Mexican cats go up to Sway and kill it, he's going to be like, yo, the last five fools I met killed it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when it's like, yo, the last 12 (laughs) fucking 200 fools that came up to me that try to rap who happen to be Hispanic Mm -hmm. or from the West Coast, Mm -hmm. they actually didn't really have bars. They couldn't really do these things Mm -hmm. and all this shit. It's just a fact. It's just a fact. We've lagged behind as hip hop artists on the fucking respect and on the skill factor mm. for like the last 20 years in you hip-hop. You think it's skills? You think we just haven't had a skilled we, again, rapper out there? Again, one out of so many. Oh, okay. No, no, because look. We uh, got a few. I get it. We got a few. Don't get but me wrong. But it's also not the representation that we're all looking for, I feel. Like, I don't want King Little G to be the representation of Mexican rap. Like, I don't want that to be all it is. But you got to remember, too, to. we're, like, we're, still, we're still growing, you know. That's why I think within the next five, ten years, the more that just Hispanics become more prominent in hip-hop, mm. there's going to be just the sub-genres or subcultures, the King Lil G's versus the the Mezcals versus but, but the Valda Wonders, you know. There's a difference know, between... The Namics, you know, Namic has his own... F- there's a difference between, though, like, say... uh Say like uh fucking what's his name? Like say just like an East Coast Latino, right? The uh, Puerto Rican, right, right, right. Cuban, got, like, or something, yeah. Cuban or something, and then a Chicano, yeah, a, a Southern California Chicano. Like it's just different. Yeah. And remember, we make up as Mexicans, we make up about 80 percent of all Latinos in America. Is that so? So when they say Latinos, Mexicans. when they say Latinos, they're talking about Mexicans. They're pretty much talking about Mexicans. I mean, yeah. that's just the facts. And mm-hmm. then when you dive into the name of even Latino, it's it's not true to describe Chicanos. Then even if you dive into the right, fucking right, the- right. The theory of Chicano, you realize it's comes it's- from another theory of mm. how to describe indigenous and Spaniards mixed. Mm. And it comes from a white supremacist way of thinking. Mm. So that's like if you really do your homework, the dude who came up with like Mestica, um, uh, not Mexica, but like the mixed blood, what he, what he tried to call the mixed culture in Mexico. He was like a white supremacist. It's just another way of label, labeling yourself in the eyes of someone who conquered you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, y'all, like, I'm not really connecting with my ancestry. Because when you look at the ancestry, and this is all words from from this from this kid I heard. I'm going to give a shout out to him. His name's Clear Bear. This fool's a smart fucking uh, indigenous cat, right? And this fool's dropping knowledge. But, you know, when it comes down to it, being from Southern California or being from, you know, um, the southwest of America... You're an indigenous American. You were here. We were here first. Like mm. our bloodline literally stretches back to the earth, mm-hmm. to, to, you know, to the people who were here when the Spaniards came, mm-hmm. when the Europeans came. And to classify ourselves as anything else that we don't describe, 
that comes from someone else's culture to describe us is already then fucking us over. So by, we should mm, be uh, describing ourselves as as, as as an indigenous or some some other form of indigenous people, whether it's whether you call yourself. You know, because um, Mexican is a nationality and mm-hmm. you're not Mexican, no matter what you say, mm-hmm. you're not Mexican. Mm-hmm. None, none of us here are Mexican. We're mm-hmm. American. If mm-hmm. you want to get down to nationality, mm-hmm. you could say Mexican-American, but that would mean that would imply you came from Mexico and then became an American citizen, mm-hmm. which is not, again, mm-hmm. not doesn't apply to us. We were mm-hmm. born here. Mm-hmm. Our parents maybe were Mexican and mm-hmm. came here. And once they changed their nationality, they're no longer Mexican. So the idea of Chicano was the same way that. Blacks had Negroes, right? Those Negroes and Blacks. Once Blacks realized, I want, I'm not your Negro. I'm Black. I'm a, I'm a Black American. Negro or African American implies that I was from Africa. And this, again, nah, you want to describe me as African to, to take away my Americanness. Mm. Nah, I'm, I'm an American citizen. Like and the same, so Chicanos came up with this in the sixties, or they came up with this word Chicano. It's a way of acknowledging your Mexican heritage. While acknowledging you're an American, American and you have a political say. Mm. So to even say Chicano was to uh, to recognize you have political power because when you start thinking that you're Mexican, American or an immigrant, it kind of makes you feel like you're not a part of the system. Mm-hmm. And it's or a, a part of this community that is America. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel like you're not a part of the United States. When you're like uh, the most populous here. Right? It's, it's like that's the, <laughs> another bar I got. It's like feeling like an immigrant, feeling like a visitor in my own country. Yeah. Why do you feel that way? Because... You, you're here, you're born here. It literally says you're American, but yet you don't get the opportunities that other people get. I, I've just struggled really, really a lot with it. And um, I like, I pride myself in being able to change my mind on a lot of things. And, and I have. And a lot of this stuff I just learned and, yeah. and it's a beautiful thing what's happening right now. So I'm not going to try like to act like I know. Mm-hmm. I don't know for sure, but I fucking love the fact that we're questioning it. Mm-hmm. I fucking love the fact that there's a generation right now coming up that wants to finally settle it once and for all. Mm-hmm. Are we Latinx? Are we Latino? Are we Hispanic? No, we're not Hispanic. We're not from Spain. Oh, we're not Latino. We're not fucking Caribbean or the, the conquered on the East. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're Chicano. Now we're saying Chicano and Chicano was popular. Then it went away for a while Mm -hmm. and now it's popular again there's this whole movement of of chicano culture and the lowrider scene and all this it's like uh, a more uh, personal interest in it because i do want to uh let go of it i want to it it does bug me bro it always has it bugs me uh thinking it does i don't care it bugs me that people care what color i am and 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 i don't know how to respond to them on that i don't know um how to even defend myself on any and if you did like a blood thing right now what do you think most of your blood is just 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 what do you think i don't even know how to answer that i don't know i don't know what the what the the human i mean just look at yourself in the mirror like what do you think your bloodline runs uh i'm sure it's mexican right like you is that you mean like (laughs) you mean uh, you'd be native native sure you'd be like 60 70 there's no there's dude my mom has you'd probably have strong. Irish in you. You'd probably have some other European. You'd have American. Yeah. You'd have you know some some Native American. Yeah. Because they they blended right, yeah. and then you'd probably have Native Mexico. You know. Yeah. Um, blood as well, indigenous, yeah. which is a bunch of tribes. You know, who knows? We all call it Mexica, yeah. which is Mexican. So that's the one, and Aztec, so the Mexica were Aztecs, and those are the ones that everyone knows, a Mexica. Like even there's food. We go to an event called Mexica New Year, where they celebrate the New Year of the Mexica, and it's still practiced. I gotta find this out. I gotta do my yeah, yeah, do 21 and me type shit. Because <laughs> Hollow called. did it, and Hollow's fair skin, you know, that fool looked like, like a little white boy, mm-hmm. you know, like little skater white boy from fucking Minnesota, if 
you just met him and if you didn't know he was Mexican, like a, like a, you know, look like Andy Milanakis, like Hollow, Hollow looked like a sweet little kid. <laughs> yeah. He did his blood thing, you know, and, and of course, 67, 80% fucking um, native. Crazy. You know, and, and it's like, same thing with me. I look like, see, you say you be in a room and everyone's like, who's this Mexican dude, right? My experience as a, as a Chicano, as someone who comes from the same heritage background as you is, mm-hmm. I never felt that. Most times I'm in the room, they don't even know I'm Mexican. I look like a white boy enough to them mm-hmm. that they think I'm white. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's obviously other towels. Like I'm from East Los. If I walk my bald head or I'm walking my white tee and I got my shit, they could probably j- classify me. Oh, you might, he's just like a Mexican dude if I have some tats or something. But if I just came up, hair comb with a button up, I'm just like, hi, sir. It'd be like, oh, you know. It, you wouldn't, there would be no flags raised. No, and, and the same thing. Cops never really fucked with me outside of if I was fucking around or with the homies or in a spot where it was hot. Mm-hmm. But if I was just driving or something or something like that, I never really had to worry about that. Why? Because of white privilege wow. in America spills over yeah. and I'm a light-skinned fool and that, boom. That, and, that. and now I give you this example though. My dad is your is your complexion. Mm-hmm. My mom's a little more fair-skinned, but my dad's looks dark like you. I came out like a white boy. I even had blonde hair when I was a kid. My son, who's five months old, mm-hmm. has your complexion. What? For reals? And both me and my girl are fair-skinned. Oh, shit. So we're expecting this fool to come out looking like Macaulay Culkin like I did. And and he looks like... George Lopez. Yeah. He looks like <laughs> beautiful brown skin. And that's it. That's in our blood, bro. And here's the most exciting part. While we're going to win in hip-hop, both of our stories are different. Plus the fool who gangbangs. Plus the fool who mm. wakes up in South Tamales. Plus the fool who got deported. Plus the fool who's going to eventually be in the White House because we'll get a Latino fucking president in, my, in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. All five stories are in our inner. We've different perspectives and being told right and and not being told right now. Mm-hmm. Once not those yet. stories get told, we have the richest stories to tell in the richest culture. Once the money catches up, mm. every fucking movie, every show. Every popular dance, every fucking popular joke, fashion is going to come from our culture. Tell me we're not all going to benefit from that. So maybe inherently I go and I go, I need to let people know I'm Chicano. I need to let people know these things because I'm already in an environment mm, that, 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 that has now predetermined me to do that. Since you're judging me based off of those things, let me acknowledge it. That's what black people did. Oh, you, you want to keep us out? I mean, even Jewish people do that. You don't want us in our spot? We're going to build a better restaurant and we're only going to serve Jews. Straight the fuck up. Fuck y'all. And that's how they, our whole neighborhood's only going to be us. We're going to let no one else move in since they didn't want us in their neighborhood. Mm. And black people took that and they've been good at it now in this new, in, in the 21st century. No, I could really say since 2000 and even beyond, like pe- black people complain about representation. They've gotten the most. Yeah. There was no shows, and now there's black. And let me say this, and I I also feel that what you just said is our issue as a as a culture from the Hispanic point is we don't complain, and so there's no voice because um, even if it's there's if if it's there's a voice, it's not the language of the people that speak in it, and that's an issue. So like if you're black, you're speaking English, and you speak English. If you're Hispanic, that's not necessarily the true. So that it makes it. that much more harder to have a clear representation of this is the image we want to put out because they're all so different and they're dude, they're some of them are speaking different languages and they're so Hispanic. True, man. But it, it'll and eventually all catch up. But that, that yes, and I'm 100 percent with, and I hope that's true. 
Um, I wish the best. It hurts my heart to see my people struggling outside of Home Depots and doing other stuff. But it also prides me to see that we're not begging for money. We're pushing carts and selling something to you. And that is a big that is a big difference in my heart that goes, okay, my blood is the working blood. Like, we're not here to ask. We're not here to beg you for shit. We want a job. Yeah, we no, literally we want, have ingenuity, Give bro, me in a our- job. We're begging for work, not begging for mm-hmm, money. And mm-hmm. and the opposite is is the truth for other races. And it, and, it, and it bugs me that we have this representation of laziness uh, and all this I, stuff. And it's like, bro, have you seen a Mexican motherfuckers work their ass off? Real, real quick story, <laughs> though. Like, real quick story. Like, Aztecs, Mexica, like, one of the, one of the, uh, like old stories that they tell, like that I heard was that like the Mexica, when they moved down, this one like warlord gave them this land. It was like the land of the rattlesnakes or like some snakes. And he thought, oh, leave them there. Like they'll, they'll move out. They'll fucking, the snakes are going to fuck them up. No one wants to live there. Mm-hmm. Within like five, 10 years, there was no more snakes. I was going to say And the made. Mexica <laughs> made boots, fucking food, fucking jewelry. Yes, sir. They fucking just, and that's like in our heritage to be, engin- Bro, you know, who has, ingenuity. Who, so. who makes water out of rice? <laughs> who makes water out of hibiscus? There's lime, lemon, orange, fresa. Like, bro, there's so, we make we make everything out of anything. And, don't that, and that's a beautiful part, them. bro. Like, yeah. we need to hear about it. And we yeah. need it. So it's like, but yeah. Anyway, oh no, no, no but th- th- I, I am gonna review it. I do, I do see. I do real. I'm starting to realize the the power behind letting people know like where you come from. Especially if you're accomplishing things, because uh, you're right. You're. Right. I think it is important to to display to the public that I just don't want to. I just feel. I feel like it's. It's. I don't want to be. Judged and I respect. By you, and I respect for you for you that know? too. I respect you for that too. There's no right or wrong way. I just think, for me personally, I catch myself doing it just because I have that pride mm-hmm. and because I know that there is. It, it hits a little different when you say that and you acknowledge that especially for me being an MC mm-hmm. that I know there's a stigma that hey a, a lot of rappers and people will think that MC, that Mexican rappers can't rap straight up mm-hmm. you know and, and so it's like I, I feel the need to be like even though I'm, I just said I'm not Mexican per se mm-hmm. I, even though I know all the fucking the, the semantics involved that You're are gonna confuse gonna like- you I still have feel a need to, to, to acknowledge this acknowledge I'm from Islos acknowledge I'm Chicano because I'm trying to leave that stamp on it to say hey you weren't expecting it to be this dope or for me to shut down this show or to say I this thing I respect that too that's a good you know that's a and, good and, and for whatever it is like second I'm nature I don't even I'm notice I'm doing this, it bro, but I want to think about this I want to think this for but again I, I understand the other side too and even with me like I, we got mad fan, fran, uh, fans in Mexico now over this past few years, you know, and I don't I don't speak Spanish when I rap. You know, I barely speak Spanish if we were to have a conversation. Entiendo, but I can't, you know, mm-hmm. I can't speak it very well. I just mm-hmm. un, I understand it very pretty good. Um, but that doesn't stop any Mexican fan from fucking with me. That doesn't stop people from DMing me, from playing my music. Literally thousands of people. I'm like, fuck. Is it's it the, the energy that, you put out, bro. And, and, it, and it's the, I feel like it's the appetite they got mm-hmm. to see shit from our perspective, to yeah. say, damn, look at these fools. They're like us. They're, they're family and they're friends and they're, they're, they came from here, but they did something different. Mm-hmm. And now they're the seeds of, we're living those, the dreams of our ancestors. I've heard that before and it's so fucking, that's probably what hit me the most when home, when the other day when Homeboy was talking. He's like, you have to understand, like, we suffered to get here and we forget that our parents suffered in order to get to America at mm-hmm. a hop a border. If you've been thinking before that to the, the conquest of the Americas, you know, like from 
from the the indigenous man and from you know um native americans the shit that that they've been endured right like you lost at the end of the day motherfucker well someone was gonna win for the land we took the owl better technology the spaniards or whatever beat us right but then the the following fucking psychological shit the being told you're less than the the getting kicked out into another country, having to sneak in. It takes a toll on you psychologically. And we forget sometimes that we're literally right now, me and Max, you, we're living the dreams of our ancestors. Meaning while they were suffering, while they, they snuggled us when too? they wanted, oh, they wanted this. <laughs> they said one day this little motherfucker, my bloodline that I popped out right now, mm. that I have to fucking sneak in. I have to, one day, this motherfucker is going to live free, 100% free, free in his mind. He's going to make a, his own conscious decision mm. of what the fuck he wants to be. And I think that's as much as they could have fucking hoped for. And we're literally living that shit right now. And and I know that's some other, that's some other shit. I don't... So I walk around like if I'm fucking... You know, I, I got it all figured out or some shit. No, but it, it, when Homeboy said that, I was like, damn, that's some crazy ass shit. Because yeah. if you looked in your bloodline, you would see all those fucking tribes and they don't even exist no more. They were wiped out. They were fucking literally wiped out. And then we were integrated and we we're changed into this to get hybrid. To this point in time in exactly. life. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not one of those people who's like, reparations, give it all back and all that. None of that shit's going to happen. Let's be it real. Is. It, it's, it's like, it's not. We're going to have to get with it. Fig- figure this shit out, be a part of it, and then change it. That's just how it goes. You have to change it from being within. It's not no separate. I don't believe in this whole revolution shit's going to burn and all this, like, plus, nah, yeah, and it, Plus, that's not even, might not even be what what needs to happen. It is, you don't need to spurt it from, from scratch, you know what I'm saying? Especially a system that works that well. But we were talking earlier, it's there because it works well. We'll work in that system to make it better, but you don't have to bring the whole fucking thing down, you know, especially if you're talking about rights and laws you don't want to start from scratch on that thing you know yeah yeah you're yeah. american i'm an american i don't have to fucking deal with that shit you know that's the whole point of this shit that's the whole point that i might have a voice and that i can change things and it's proven time and time again you one person can change a lot of things for for a lot of people um but that's very deep way of looking at it bro because it gives you a connection to your past and it gives you a sense of like starting off of pride and like development and, and like and you like, said you see why you're like how you are mm-hmm. we're creative we are. We've always been. I've always felt more in touch spiritually, even though I'm not a religious person. And, you know, the question of God and this and that, I can't blindly, blindly follow the church and say mm. this and that. Like, I'm not going to pretend that yeah. I can do that. Yeah. But I've always felt a deep connection. I've always felt deeply creative. I've always felt, you know, like you like you're saying, like a person of the a worker. One of some of my first jobs were at were grinding. My dad got me a job in a warehouse for seven fifty with with the paisas because he's like, oh, you don't want to go to college. You don't you think you're going to chill? I'm going to give you the hardest fucking job and see what these fools are doing. And it was a fucking real grind. But yeah. to know I could do that, to yeah. know that, you know, there's there's no, you're not above a day of hard work like that. that that's embedded in us. And, and there's like, there's there's goodness there, you know, and and it's important that we acknowledge that. And, and it's already in you. It's important Why? to remember that no one owes you anything. And I think a lot of people forget that. They see their, their, oh, because I'm this color or because I'm that. You owe me this. You owe me that. It's like, listen, bro, no one owes you shit. In America, we don't owe you anything. And that's the beauty. 
That's the beautiful part of America that you're literally free to go do what you want. And people complain about the freedoms. You know what they complain about? That? There's too many freedoms. There's too many choices. There's too many things. And, and what, what our ancestor would have died for that for those issues. Oh, there's too much freedom, bro. Oh, really? There's too many options for you All to right. take. Are you I, fucking kidding I me? I can't do nothing. That you have a freaking magic box in your hand that answers any question you want. You could Google it. You could figure out how to buy something right now for fifty cents and sell it for a dollar tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You. Could could easily do that right now and never but it takes effort and it takes energy but and it imagine, takes you, you told someone 200 years ago if i could tell you you don't got to read all these books you don't got to do anything you could ask a magic box any question in the world anything we could build a rocket they right now you for being a witch <laughs> They burn you at the stake, Straight bro. Up. They like, burn you at the, oh, what is this magical device? Pornography? What? Oh my god! <laughs> Give me, I'll be back. I'll be back, dude. You, if you went to like some 13th century king, you're like, look, you can have all your riches, all your world, or on this little device, you can see any woman naked doing the most horrendous sexual act. Anytime you like, you want to trade? They would trade you for that motherfucker. Bro, that would be astonishing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And this is why I like having these conversations um, uh, with like-minded individuals. I find it to be reassuring and it encourages me to talk to other artists and people that are hustling on a level that I want to hustle on. I want to get on that. I I see the response that the people have shown you and it reminds me that if if I just stay true and keep hustling that uh that that development will continue Likewise, you know man. and if you can teach that and, and if anyone can hear anyone hears it and, and picks that up we're doing already a good service to them i've know? been feeling it too man like lately the, the past i've been walking it's just i don't read too much into it sometimes mm-hmm. i just go and do it mm-hmm. but lately for whatever reason it's like the world's showing me certain signs and mm-hmm. linking up with the right people again. Yeah. And you, you get those moments in your life. And then you look back when shit's not like that. Yeah. And you're like, wow, like a lot of things were falling in place during this time. Mm-hmm. I made the most of it, but let me see next time if I can recognize it and be in that moment. That's exactly what I was going to say because I hate myself for having had these moments before. And then now making the most out of it. That's when you hear people say that. Yeah. Like, I, I made that moment. Yeah. I grab. Not only did life line up, but shit, I grabbed it and I fucking even took they, it they to some new it. place where mm-hmm. I didn't even see what's possible. Mm-hmm. And I'm leaving that part open right now in my mm-hmm. life, too. Like, even for five, I'm going to wake up one of these days, bro, with six, seven figures in my bank. And, 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 you know, with, with my house mm-hmm. and with, with, with my 40 city tour and, my my sway in the sway in the morning freestyle and my my acknowledgments from this and my mural and my mural in Boyle Heights and I, I'm gonna do it while I'm alive, like I I see it I could taste it and start and mm-hmm. and that's like ten years ago those are the things I was moving towards but mm-hmm. I was had to do this step I had to do that step I had to go to school to learn how to do audio engineering because if not I would have never put out this song I would have all these little steps that led to that but I honestly I've been leaving it open in my brain like well, you nah, guys this stayed is in line. And uh, you're about to be next, guys. You guys got to get ready for that, man. Uh, people are picking up on it. And uh, I can only see good things coming from you moving as smart as you're moving. Um, so I wish you guys the best, man. Like, I'm excited to see what we can build together in the future and stuff, you know. Uh, and, uh, yeah, anything I can do to help you guys to to get there, you know, you can count on that. Um, you guys have been really welcoming since the beginning. And, uh, um I'm really grateful to have been, been being able to connect Orange County and, and LA in any way, shape, or form when it comes to hip hop because that doesn't happen. It hasn't it hasn't happened. And if I, if I can be a link 
to anyone. I already got artists. They're like, hey, OC artists. Like, hey, where did you go do this? Where did you go do that? They check you guys out. They're, they're fucking with you. Um, I got uh, Pex. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Pex. Yeah, I've been seeing. I've been actually. I've, he told I've me, is this who you did it with? Yeah. I've heard of him before, but I've been seeing him a lot more. And he, because he got that realization of staying in line, Pex could have gone either way, bro. Once you get to know him, you'll see what I'm talking about. He could have gone in a completely different direction in his life. And now he's celebrating like a year sober. Completely made that turn because hip hop was calling him and he was going to make that decision that one way or the other. And luckily he just, he decided to make, make that hard right. And I see nothing but good things coming from Peck. He's going to, he's going to do, Pex is going to kill it, man. You're going to see, he's going to be the next one. Oh, but uh, yeah, anyways, uh, he, that's just a quick mention of someone who, who was like, Oh, you know, the meeting greet, they're excited to hear, they're excited to fuck with you guys, hear you guys more. So, uh, well, Southern California is definitely paying attention. So keep doing your thing, man. I'm excited to see where you guys end up. We're going to do appreciate big things it, this huh? year. Hell you know, you know this is your second home. So Yeah, I appreciate that's that, man. What, I'm going to take advantage of it for sure. <laughs> when I get in a fight with my wife, I'm going to crash on that little couch. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sleep, bro. I'm in the doghouse. Just take the ladder on it, bro. sleep up there. <laughs> Just hear me crying. With the door. <laughs> I'll set you up with an air mattress. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for having me again. Thank you for sitting down thank with you, us. Thank you, right, uh, Mad Max and Mescal are in the house east of the river, people. So go check them out. Where can they find you? Where can they see you? All that good stuff. IG or vivamescal.com. Check it out, man. EOTR Network. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. So for Mad Max, for east of the rivers, for uh, east of the river, for Mescal, for Rio, and Chino Hip Hop, everywhere. This is Concept Segment for Wake the fuck up, wake the fuck up, wake the fuck up, everybody wake the fuck up from the city to the burbs, every street, every curb, you can block what you heard, that's the cure, wake the fuck up.